Man, it's two weeks in a row I'm getting to see your ass. Feel blessed. When we saw his nipple earlier. That and now there's that, your face. That okay. wasn't for y'all. That was for the, his wife that I'm fucking. <laughs> she showed me her nipples earlier. Nice. You want to see? No! You sure? Positive. It's a nice video. You want to see it? <coughs> I mean, I've probably got the same one. Like a light blue shirt. No, no, I didn't get that one. Oh, here, I'll share. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're sharing. Watch it now. No, I'm Jason. Uh, oh, yeah, I did get that. That was, uh... Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can all... I'm a... <laughs> Got him again. <laughs> At least the shirt was done on this one. All right, so it's my turn for a top five. Okay. Guessed yours pretty quickly. We yep. guessed yours quickly. Even though your top five was not what I would agree with. I mean, for God's sakes, I figured you'd have the Mountie on yours. I mean, he's a WWE version of Disco, isn't he? God damn it. He did have Honky Tonk on, didn't he? No, I did not have Honky Tonk. Why, he's the longest Intercontinental Champion in history. Santino couldn't beat the record of the Honky Donkey Man. The Honky Man. Honky, honky Donkey Man. All right, so Jason, tell them how our top five works. In okay, so... New, new listeners. A couple of weeks ago, just randomly, I was listening to a different podcast, <coughs> and I said... <gasps> No, no. We have we have an open podcast relationship. I I hadn't listened to Ayers back probably I honestly probably hadn't listened to Ayers back since the season Josh slept through. Yeah, goddamn. That was a good season. Yeah. It went by so fast. (laughs) Seemed like we finished that season from the time we were in Knoxville to the time we dropped Will off. It seems like it, but there's but no it way. The whole season. <laughs> Literally, we're in Will's parking on the driveway, finishing the, the finishing last the season. pops. <laughs> As Josh is snoring, I'm my pop is I'm awake for the second time. <laughs> I remember he fell asleep once we left the uh, about the time, about we, the time we got on the interstate. Wiggles, wiggles. Well, he fell asleep the first time when we got on the interstate. Then we thought, okay, he's got some of this sweet-ass fucking lemon cream cookie milk in his system. He's going to be jacked to the fucking gills. Even ate some, was it the zebra cake or the fudge round donuts? It was the zebra cake Zebra cake donuts. Had some of those, so I thought, we done sugared him up. He's good for the ride home. (laughs) We ain't even to Petro's in Knoxville yet at West Town Mall, and he snored. God damn, that milk was so good. That milk was good. It was. They now don't we have got it Wiggles the, up here, so they don't have it at the one in Hickson. Ah, fucking bastards! It might have been one of those things they just rotate a new flavor in and out, though. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude up there. One of the last times we went said that they had one that tasted like a Reese cup. Ooh, nice. Mm. Here we go. We're already off track. <coughs> oh yeah, you're to another podcast. I was listening to a different podcast, and randomly they'll just throw out. And look at that baby face, Curry. They'll throw out a random top five, you know, just for shits and giggles. Okay, look at that. So I got the, I got the idea in my head to uh, come up with a top five and see if you guys could figure out what the five that I was doing. Because their top five list started sucking. Yeah, because they kept getting repetitive. Because two hundreds. Yeah. And you can only do so many. Honorable so many mentions. honorable mentions outside looking in right. that it gets ridiculous. So, oh, 
Be careful, Yashua. I was trying to do what I could. So, yeah, I came up with the top five, and, you know, mine was baseball-related because I love baseball just as much as wrestling. I love baseball more than wrestling. Josh love baseball. Want to see my baseball? <laughs> you want to see my wiener? So, Jason's was top five baseball movies. No. Oh, top five wrestlers in baseball. Top five right. wrestler or people that had something to do with wrestling. Sorry, that was baseball. a TikTok I sent to the group chat. <laughs> I didn't agree with everything on his list as far as order, but he did have Major League as number one. So I saw that one. I don't think I can dispute that. No, Major League is probably he the shit all over the same lot. Said it don't hold up, motherfucker. I'm Forty-five like years old in August, and the Sandlot still holds up. Hell yeah! Now the Sandlot Two and all those—they're uh, horrible. They were horrible when they came out. Yeah, I never saw any of those. Don't waste your time. Yeah, don't. But one that nobody ever mentions on the baseball best baseball movies list is the Fan. That's a good one. That is that That's movie's a damn phenomenal. Good movie. He's got to hit a home run, or he's gonna kill his kid. And he hits an inside the park home run, and it's close. And the killer's actually the umpire at this time and calls him out. <laughs> Shit's so good. I mean, you got De Niro and Wesley Snipes. <coughs> you can't beat that. No, <laughs> such a good movie. Vastly underrated. Willie Mays Hayes and a taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> which move? Which baseball movie is the one with the kid with the magic arm that can throw good? Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Ruin Gutner. He, he slipped on a baseball and it jacked up his tendons and made yeah. him like stretchy and he because he was the shit before that <laughs> then he catches a fly ball at the Cubs game from the opposing team which always means you throw the ball back so the crowd's chanting throw it back and he's scared to throw it because his arm's so bad then he throws a frozen rope at like 97 straight to the catcher from the outfield yeah stands. from center field which would be about I'd say 420, 430 feet at that point because yeah. I think their center field's like 408 and it's funny as shit because as soon as he throws, the guy hadn't touched home yet. And he, the catcher catches it, looks, and tries to tag him. And the referee goes, or the umpire goes, safe? Yeah, because it's a home run. You can't get out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Another good one that people overlook is uh, Little Big League. I was just about to say that, where the I kid is the manager of the Twins. Oh. Yep, that was a good movie, too. And, of course, the best one that nobody's ever seen is Major League 3, Back to the Miners. That's so fucking good. I know that you didn't just throw at Carlos Liston. Because nobody <laughs> throws at Carlos Liston. It's due on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Josh's top five was best intercontinental champions. Not named Disco Inferno. Yeah, and here's the way we do it: is we just list them from our fifth to our first, and then they guess. So, here's my top five list for this week. I've already got my next one done too. Nice. Yeah, let me make sure. All right, y'all ready? Ready. Yeah. Gunner, Dash Wilder, Xavier Woods, R Truth, and Uncle Allen, AJ Styles. Top five wrestlers from Georgia. Or top five wrestlers Logan. you've done shows with. Close and close, but not not where we're going. Top five wrestlers who have worked their ways through indies. Oh, Wildside. Wildside. Top five wrestlers, in my opinion, that wrestled at either NWA Wildside or NWA Anarchy that made it to the show. You got Gunner, who did, I 
think he was just anarchy. I don't think he was there at the tail end. But, he, you know, he made it to TNA, to WWE as Jackson Riker. Dash Wilder was anarchy tag team champions, anarchy television champion. We all know him as, as his name's Daniel Wheeler, or you know him as Dash Wilder. He was Stephen Walters at Wildside or Anarchy. Uh, made the 450 it, he did through, through the ladder, the ladder against fucking, Andy and then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no flips, just fists. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he made it to NXT, called it to WWE. AEW, Ring of Honor, IWGP, AAA. He might should have been number two under <coughs> AJ on my list, honestly. Right. Then number three, we got Xavier Woods, who we met is awesome Austin Creed. Austin Creed. Uh, fought his way up through Anarchy Tag Team Champions with uh, Hayden Young, the main attraction. Uh, they were... Anarchy Tag Team Champions. <sighs> you know, of course, another one goes to TNA. Teams with Truth. It's Truth and Consequences. Him and Lethal become a great tag team. He pukes in the ring gets fired. <laughs> Shows back up on TV with my number two pick at WWE, R-Truth. R-Truth is an OG original from Wildside. Actually yeah. started there when it was NCW. Uh, in uh, North Carolina and down into Cornelia when it become Wildside. First black NWA world champion in TNA, multiple time tag team champions in TNA <coughs> with Xavier, with the Three Live Crew. Uh, Should have been a bigger deal in WWE, but he does have Intercontinental and US title runs. He is the man known for the 24 seven title. He made that title. Maybe not Intercontinental title. I Might know, just I have been the US so, title. There's just US title. And then, of course, AJ, Triple Crown Champion at Wildside. Oh, we just got a group chat. Uh, Grand Slam Champion at TNA. Grand Slam Champion in WWE. Held just about every title there is to hold in wrestling. IWGP World <laughs> Heavyweight Champion, leader of the Bullet Club. So, you know, that's my top five. And it was hard to determine because I wanted it to be Wildside Anarchy specific. Because if you tie in NCW, then you got uh, Venom, Joey Abs from the Mean Street Posse, Shannon Moore, Shane Hams, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. Uh, that's just right off the top of my dome without really even thinking. Christian Jordan, Joey Matthews. So that's mine for this week. Delete that one. So I got my one for the next time Good. my turn comes around. Good list. Good, Good list. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it made y'all think for a minute. I heard the list. I'm like, it's people I've done shows with. Which were all, honestly, right answers, but not the answer I was looking for. I thought it was people I had done shows with until you said R-Truth and AJ Styles, and I'm like, well, no, not them two. Boy, if you don't get your stinking feet off my clean cover. Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck around, get pink out of it, punch you in your goober. Fuck around, find out, bitch. But yeah, hey, good list. If you're we, cold, uh, use this one before you get your feet off the clean stuff. Yeah, get your feet off there. I'll give you a blanket. Hand him that one. I can't throw. Yeah, that blanket will keep you warm, and they play good defense. So whatever you do, don't say roll tide. Don't say roll tide. Don't say go dogs either. You say go dogs, I'm going to throw your fat ass out that window. No. Who you like? He said roll dogs. <laughs> That's right. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. Who you like, Davey? 
like old Rocky Top. CPS, y'all hear that? That's child <laughs> abuse. Be child abuse if you put him in red and black. Shit, shit. That's incest. <laughs> or, no, that's that's all. <laughs> Actually, it's Arkansas. Or orange and blue. <clears throat> what? Or orange and blue. That's where criminals go to play ball. <laughs> it's no longer Miami. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've talked enough shit about college football. People don't <laughs> people don't like us talking football. Well, my team had a great draft. My team had a draft. My college team got drafted. A lot of people. Well, you team. got a, you got a player from your favorite college team to go to your pro team. Yeah, yeah. Damn good receiver. A badass receiver that is needed, uh, since you have that very, 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 very overpriced quarterback. Yeah. Hey, quit talking shit about Brian Drew. That one too. <laughs> I'd much rather see Brian Drew on there. Did you know we have a wing stop? Where? Brainerd. When we get a wing stop Brainerd? I have no idea, but we have one. Did not know that. Uh, speaking I of which, either. guess what else we're getting? What? A Freddy's custard steak biscuit. Steak, steak burgers. Steak burgers. Yeah, that's the place going by the car wash. Yep. I knew about that one. Right. I didn't. I want to know what that is going to be by the KFC. I've heard that's going to be a Petro's. What up, bitch? Hey, our special guest is here. We'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back with our special guest. M. Tyler Gazaway. What's up, fuckers? What's up, motherfucker? Hello, people. What up? I was wondering if you were going to say anything. <laughs> hey, is Will out again? Yeah, Will works too goddamn much. <laughs> Apparently, he has no voice either. Uh, we had a conversation. I'm sure y'all seen it in group chat at about yeah. 3 o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about the time I... Oh, did. no, I woke up to that, like, 30 fucking messages. I was like, yeah, I'm not reading that. <laughs> yeah, apparently he has no voice. I'm still yeah, I got, sick. I got like four hours sleep last night, guys. So. That's more than I've got. I, I've gone yeah. in like two hours. I'm having mm. pain in the neck right Y'all now. Y'all should take it from me take power naps during the day. I had to take power I had to naps during the day, the afternoon, the evening, the nighttime, the morning. I had to text somebody. There was a story that I wanted to tell on here. Uh-huh. But then I found out that that story is kayfabe from the wife. Oh, so I got telling that story off air to us then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell. But like, I mean, it's not anything bad. But like, I, I guess he just didn't want to be told because like one day I made a post and I tagged him in it, and I was like, "Hey, this was you in Canton." And then he texted me, he said, "Kayfabe that." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, so I believe it." We take our commercial break and fly one of our boys in there. We're definitely going to have to hear that one off air. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So. I, you, you, you may have actually heard it already. I don't know, but it's always good to rehear stories. Yeah. So you, uh, we had, we were going to start off at the pandemic shows, <laughs> but you told us that you got a message from somebody and they were upset because you didn't mention something. What was was it? Twenty thirteen. You said was their biggest run. 
Yeah. And who was that? Oh, you already know it's West Blaze. Well, West, the reason we didn't say that is because we're a podcast <laughs> trying to get listens, and nobody's going to listen to your shit except some, some ring rats. Rizats! You are the king of rizats. Wow. Thank you, Head cheese. Maybe even second-hand rats. I thank you for oh, overtaking wow. Joey. Even second-hand rats. I can't overtake Joey yet. Oh. Yeah, you can't overtake Joey when Joey got all of them pregnant. Joey's king rat. King rat. You can be prince rat. So, well, let's, uh, we'll go back to 2013 then and talk about uh, what that was like, and then we'll pick back up at the pandemic shows. All right, so Wes made a good point. Like, sometime there around after the SSPW thing closed, I mean, and we like it. on Wes, but we love Wes. We put his redemption story over. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. I think he's great I'm in the ring. Or on that, too. Uh, you know, just all jokes. Yeah, uh, so. 2012, end of the year, is like when we started picking up some momentum there. Like after SSPW opened up, like fucking gutted us, you know. And then like early 2013, I think Will was booking. Yeah, Will was booking. And then I can't remember who it was, but somebody had time to turn West Babyface. And dude, like it got over and like he was like ahead of a fucking War Games match. And that was when we did our first War Games match. And uh, West started getting over super huge, like. So big that like uh, we put a belt on him. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the shit on Wes here in a little bit too. Uh, we put the belt on him, and uh, he made a Facebook post one day. He was like, "Hey, it's me and Ray Fury, the Nines RCW, bro." And dude, this was a we did like a Liberty Tax show. It was like a community thing get together. We did a show. We've done those for Woody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like three or four hundred people. This damn thing, dude. Damn. And. We did Wes and Cyrus there, right? Wes was the baby foot. And we had uh, Wes mentioned it there, too, that he was wrestling Ray Fury tonight. And, dude, we just got, you know, hey, fuck it, dude, let's do a free show tonight, right? And we had a barbed wire table match that night. It was Toy Dawson and James Strong versus Zach Stevens and Zach Malone. And uh, that match is actually on YouTube, if you want to look that up. But there's a, uh, dude, there's probably 300 people in the fucking building. It was packed. And, uh, I swear, like, Ray Fury came out. He didn't cut a promo or nothing. I'm talking music stops. And Wes was so fucking over the crowd to start shouting OMG. It was ridiculous. Before the music even hit. I'm like, damn, dude. This guy can sell fucking Eskimo popsicle he's so over. He was dope, man. That was pretty dope. And then uh, here's where I get shit on Wes. So Jamie Strong started booking, right? And uh, fucking Wes. Pitched the idea, man, give me Jason Fear at an angle, right? And I was helping, like, I was supposed to be, like, helping book at the same who, time, who, right? Who the fuck would want to have an who, angle with Jason Fear? Who pitched that? Well, that was Wes. I was supposed to be helping book here, but they even left me out of the loop on this, right? They had a fucking cage match. Main event was Wes and fucking and Jason Fear walked out of the cage and won. I was mad as fuck. I was like, what the fuck, dude? We just put the belt on Wes and then they swapped it to Jason Fear, right? And then, guess who never came back? Fear. Yeah. So I'm I, better I, off for it. Yeah. I still shit for that today. But then uh, afterwards, <clears throat> came up some cockamamie fucking story to put the title. Like we started this heel group named Boss Inc., which was Thomas Payne. Y'all remember him? No. He uh he ran OCWA before. 
No, the only pains I remember are uh, Chris. 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 Yeah. Well, this guy. And Matt. He was a manager in the rest. Oh, I remember Alex Payne. I remember a major. And uh, anyway, we started this story. We started this story, and uh, he had Savin as his guy or whatever, right? And, like, somehow they did some bullshit where, like, Savin ended up with the belt, and Wes ended up beating him for the belt. And, like, that still confuses me to this day. Uh, yeah, but, I'm, uh, I'm listening on. I'm confused. What's the time frame yeah, and all these things? Wes might have to fill that in because I was just literally, like, the moment they put the, they fucked that all up. But anyway. You're not booking at this time. I was not booking. No, this was James Strong and Wes's fucking influence. So Wes well, is about, The worst part about all that was, you know, take two of the talents you mentioned out of it was the fact of hot shotting the belt. Yeah, I didn't like that either. But uh, that was my biggest thing. And plus, like, we knew we couldn't count on fear at the time. Hold on. And before anybody but, says anything, we didn't sh hot shot the belt at RCW. Jake had won a right to cash in any time. That's not hot shotting a belt. Well, at the same time, Brent's been champion since how long? Yeah, Casey was never really the champion. He was never champion. But I will say, uh, the Savin West match, they did like a finisher match where like West couldn't use the super kick or something. And, like, behind the ref's back, he super kicked fucking Savin and then hit the spine buster and got the win. And that video is on Facebook somewhere. And, dude, I, that I was don't a huge that. That's old school Memphis booking because the pile yeah, driver. Yeah, it, it was a huge pop. Yeah, but, uh, they would ban the pile driver from Lawler, so he'd always do it behind the ref's back. Yeah, and then here's where it gets even more impressive for Wes. This motherfucker tore the house down with Antonio Thunder. Huh. Dude, I mean, hey, it was. I had a good over. match with Thunder. Dude, it was great. I he swear was, it was great. He listens. You just can't let him do what he wants to do. Yeah, and then we did a War Games match, and Wes was involved in that. And then in August, we did Wes and Malone. And the thing they did there was, like, uh, they got super personal with it. And I, I don't really dig that, where you get, like, super personal. Like, I've seen guys do stories where it's, like, and somebody's trying to do a story like this at RCW currently, and I'm sure. But, like, uh, it's guys that are, like, hey, uh, you're an addict, you're a pillhead, no, you're this no, no, and that. No, no. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Uh, it, worked this, back, it worked back in the day because you only had so many in territory days because you only had so many guys, you know, in your roster that were stars that you could wrestle with. Right. And, and you they know, actually had a sign well, in Memphis that said uh, personal personal problems equal money. Yeah, well, here's here's another thing about West that's kind of like a another fucking hypocritical thing Wes does. And, like, I put Wes over last week, and this week I'm shitting on him. But uh, he also always says, don't shit on the guy, build him up, blah, 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 right? right? But then he bring in terms like addict and shit like that, and it's like, bro, no. Like, he was, like, in 2014, him and Sean Bell did an angle, and Sean Bell constantly called Wes an addict, and I kept, like, getting on to him for, like, dude, quit that shit, cut that out. And then... He's currently trying to do that with fucking Chris Payne, and I'm shutting that down. Yeah, no, to me, that's like calling the fat girl in the crowd fat, or the girl with glasses calling her four eyes. It's cheap heat. Yeah. It's a cheap way to get over. Man, we're getting well, deep into, like, weeds here. Like, we're getting backstage for CW talk here. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the story that was going on in August 2013 was Wes and uh, Malone. And anybody that doesn't know, uh, Malone was banging Wes's wife in real life, and then Wes ended up banging Malone's 
Who would they do be, such a thing? Yeah. I, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah, Brad, I right. never did anything like that. By the way, Jason, thanks for Right, but me. anyway, we made this a fucking storyline in 2013 because Jesus Christ. Uh, but anyway, the match was good. Got over. And then, I can't remember. Oh, no, in September. Oh, here's where it gets fucking juicy right here. Are you ready for It gets juicier than them swapping each other's wives? So, Will comes back in July. Right. Will comes back in July, and him and Wes take over booking. Wes is actually the booker in July. And then in August, Greg makes it Wes and Will booking, right? Okay. But I'm supposed to be the guy who makes, like, the – if there's a disagreement, it's up to me, right? Okay. So they decide Big Will versus Wes Blaze is going to happen in a dream match is what they called it, right? Which is the two biggest baby faces wrestling each other. I liked it. It was cool. You know, and like they did like a backstage video asking everybody, like, who do you think is going to win? And it was fucking pretty cool, right? It was different. But uh, here's where it gets tricky. Uh-oh. We'll get there for the show. Have y'all, did y'all know when this happened? No. no. What, this is what year, 2013? Yeah. Did, do y'all know where I'm going here? No, 2013, we were all Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jason and I were doing a lot of stuff in as West Virginia was 2013. I think I still at TWA 2013. So listen, listen, what's about to happen here? So uh, TWA was closed by this time. TWA random Friday. Yeah, TWA was closed by this time. They just called it back. 2013 was after West Virginia because that's when me and Jen got together. Okay, so 2013, it was Empire. 2013, I think, is when. At yeah, TWA. I was at TWE then, so that was yeah. all I did in 2013 was focus on that. Yeah, because we started UEW in 14. All right, so check this out. You ready? Uh, fucking West Blaze versus Big Wheel. And they're like, all right, well, they had this idea. See, Wes wanted to do this angle with Rick Hayes, right? Mm. Yeah, well, Rick was a good overheel at the time. But uh, Will wanted to do something different. And by the way, Will texted me earlier today a very sweet message about everything I said about him on the last podcast. Oh, I love but, Will. He's always been good to me. Absolutely. Yeah. He was actually a part of the worst match Jason and I probably ever had as a tag team. And should I read it? He says, hey, buddy, thanks for the kind words of the podcast. I just listened to part one. I'm truly grateful to call you my friend. Love you, little brother. Awesome. That's good. That's now, cool. Let, let me say this. It wasn't Will's fault the match was bad. It wasn't my no, fault no, or Jason's no. fault. Did you ever meet Woody's first business partner when he started DSCW? The yeah. guy that was the cop? Huh? Mm-hmm. He's like a sheriff or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's he a, a mask. He's the nicest guy that you'll ever meet. So nice. And, you know, helped us out of some trouble we got into with some speeding down there once. Super nice guy. But in the ring, he is the shits. Yeah. Match. I took 14 power slams and no joke about 36 oh. clotheslines. It was so bad when we got in the back, Will looked at me and just said, I'm sorry. I love you. Fucking, <laughs> uh. Yeah, but I can, can't put Big Will over enough. He's he's so good. No, I like him. He's a good guy. So, we get here this night, and this was 10 years ago, so if I don't remember this exactly right, but, uh. I do remember the finish that I pitched. I have no doubt you won't remember it spot for spot. <laughs> so, so uh, Big Will 
I, I believe he pitched. He wanted to go over or something, right? Right. And then Wes wanted to go over to move on to a thing with Rick. He wanted Rick to come out and call Will or whatever, right? Well, at the same time, Rick Hayes had a uh, a briefcase just like Jake just had, right? So here's what I pitched. I said, how about this? We have a ref bump in this match, right? Rick Hayes comes in, costs West the fucking match. So West is the champion at this time. Yeah. Okay. Big Will wins the title, right? And, like, Rick just fucking cost him the match, right? So that's what we leave on. Everybody's mad. Will don't know that West just got fucked, blah, 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 right? Okay, the next show, Will was going to come out and forfeit the belt. Right, he was gonna say, "I don't want to win it that way." Blah 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 blah. I've seen the footage back. Now I know what happened. Yeah, I don't want to win it that way. So Randy, Randy would come out then and bring out Wes. He said, "Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna sign a contract and we're gonna put y'all in the cage in two weeks, and it's gonna be a dream match again. This time in the cage, there's no interference from Rick Hayes, right? Everybody's like, "Yeah, big deal. Here we go, the vacant title, right?" And then. Before or right after they signed the contract, everybody was going to be like, hell yeah, we're getting the match. Rick Hayes was going to come out and toss his contract down on the fucking table and make it a three-way in the cage. I like that. And then Rick Hayes was going to win the belt in the cage. And then Wes was going to check. Yeah, because you could play up the, uh, the yeah. heat now between Will and Wes over what happened. Right, and that was my idea to do that. Damn, it's weird I became a booker in it. But, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, or Will, you should start using my line. I think I should book a show or something. Right? Yeah. Fucking uh, Wes then was like, "Hey man, I gotta get something out of the truck." The famous lines, right? Okay. Like, still, he's he's told me this a thousand times since then. It's a joke. You know what he did? He went and hopped in the fucking truck and left. Why? He didn't want to fucking put Will over. So he hopped in the truck and left. And then I called somebody at BCW. I think it was Walker or somebody. I called somebody. It may have been Devin Lee. I called somebody at BCW. And uh, I said, hey, is Wes over there? They said, yeah. He's sitting over here in the fucking locker room on the couch with Mandy or something like that. And fucking, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Is he coming? And he said no. And then, like, I had Will. Will was fucking mad, dude. So Will... Will went out and buried the shit out of him on the mic. And then, like, uh, Rick Hayes came out like they were about to do their match, right? Like, Rick Hayes was going to take the spot. Rick fucking circled and then just powdered out of the fucking ring, and then we set up a rematch in October. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. And then, literally, Wes started, like, fucking propaganda on Facebook. Like, bring back OMG to RCW, right? And then... uh I mean, it worked. Three months later, I brought this fucking dumbass back. <laughs> but, but around that same time, he he was starting to have some issues. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that goes back to saying, you know, how we always say, you know, we don't have to like you to do business with you. Right. You the know, fans wanted it. I was doing it. You can, you can piss me off and still do business. Like, you know, we talked earlier about uh, personal stuff in the business. When everything went down with me in the black hole and she left with Jason, Jason and I were supposed to win the tag titles at Paul's Christmas show that night. Fucking place yeah. was packed out. Like, no shit. Like, back then, his big shows would pack that fucking building out. Now, granted, there's, yeah. what, 136 seats? 
300 yeah. if you got the ones painted on the wall. Yeah. So there's wow. maybe 150 seats, but people would sell out and be standing up. So uh, apparently Jason he called Paul and told him he wasn't coming. So I get there and he's wanting to know what's going on. So I, you know, I tell him the truth. And then Paul goes, you got to tell the people. I said, I'm not putting my fucking business out there in the streets. He said, I'll double your pay. I already got it set up for Jason. I was like, give it to me now. And then I went out there and buried the shit out of Jason. Wow. But then we turned around. What was it? Maybe a month later, we were we were cool and best friends yeah. again. Yeah. Crystal hated that, though. Uh, so, damn, we need to be careful. Don't rush through. I don't have a lot of material. No, I guess. Well, uh, when you brought uh, when you brought him back, how'd you bring him back? Was it still in the same kind of spot, or did you bring him back and make yeah, him work his like, way up? We did like a surprise one night. It was almost exactly three months to the date. We brought him back, and uh, we we had lost some guys because this is after Will had left, and uh, this is right when I took over booking. You know, this was like this was my second show booking. I brought West back, and uh, you know, I mean, we lost a couple guys because a lot of guys just didn't know. I mean, I'm. How old am I at the time? Fucking like 19. Yeah, I was like 18 or 19 booking the show. And obviously they were like, fuck this, dude, you know. But looks like it turned out well for me, so fuck them. Right. But, uh, but yeah, lost a couple guys, so like crowd died down some. And then we brought Wes back and we put him right into an angle with Thunder, who was our biggest hill at the time. And which is sad, right? But. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on Thunder too much, man. He's kind of retarded. If that word don't get me canceled, but uh, that's something. That's dude. He hey, I'll tell another story. Like right around this same time period, I had an angle. This is when Will was booking, but he let me book this angle with Red and Thunder, right? And Red had this. He had uh, Greg's dad, who was the commissioner at the time. As his like, he was like backing him up, right? And then Thunder had this dude that Greg's dad knew that was an Alabama outlaw. Where there's a big fucking dude with a pink suit. I know this sounds all like fucking trashy indie shit, but man, I made this shit get over. Okay, <laughs> I'm just tooting my own horn here. By God, I went like I was. This was right when I started booking, so I had all these. I was like, fuck, I'm trying anything, right? So uh, this was when Will booked that three nights of cages and Thanksgiving, right? Or three nights of wrestling or something, right? It's three nights of cages, so. Every night, uh, I think the first night was Red and Thunder. I think we put Thunder over. No, we put Red over. And then the second night, if Red beat Thunder, he would fucking get Alabama Outlaw on the third night. Right? And he did. He beat him all three times. But then Thunder you know got the no Alabama limit. Outlaw last week? What? Who? No, it was Southern something. Southern. Southern, Southern Rebel. Okay, yeah, who's, different. who's Alabama outlaw? He, I don't know. Who this was a uh, this was a guy. He's a extremely religious guy. He's a super nice guy, but uh, I mean, he wrestled like way back in the day. But I don't think he ever did anything, okay. you know. But like, uh, Greg's dad brought him back around. He was like, super nice. A little older than me, maybe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, I do know him. Then I wrestled with him for Mickey uh, Henry down in Boaz. But uh, this gotta, guy, gotta yeah, he guy. Yeah, from Alabama, so yeah, but uh. Anyway, uh, I had him with Thunder, and they were, like, doing, like, I, dude, at this point, I was, like, trying wild shit. So I, like, looked at Gorgeous George, and I had, like, Thunder do everything Gorgeous George did. You know what I mean? 
Like, I had him fucking walk around with, like, perfume and shit, and, like, laying shit down the ring before he got into it, all kinds of weird shit. I'm and, like, specify, because a lot of our younger listeners are probably thinking the girl that was a macho man. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, uh, George like Thunder, Thunder went all in on it, dude. And then uh, I had Red, who's this rough, tough, fucking baby face. So and, like, the, uh, the boas and all that was your idea? Yeah, that was me. And then, uh, he showed up at UEW one night, and, uh, I actually needed a body that night. I mean, he was going to get beat pretty quick, but that's that was his yep. gimmick. He was doing the boas and had, like, some eye paint and stuff on. Yeah. Uh, something else. Uh, we did the three nights, whatever, and Red beat Alabama Outlaw, right? And there, then Thunder won the Nolan's title, and we're like, all right, bet. Here in December, it's going to be Red getting the title shot. Like, this guy who just beat the shit out of you, he's going to fucking wrestle Thunder from Nolan's title. And I kind of hot-shotted it here, right? But uh, I had Thunder, a red climbing the ladder, right? It was a ladder match. And I had Alabama Outlaw come in and low blow him. And then he fell off. And then Alabama Outlaw got out. And then fucking Thunder started to climb up. And then I had Greg's dad, the commissioner, slide in the low blow Thunder. And he fell off. And dude, the crowd fucking blew up. Like, then uh, Alabama Outlaw and fucking Greg just started brawling. All over the place, and then Red fucking picked up Thunder, Samoan climbed up, grabbed the belt, and they blew up, dude. It was dope. And then, uh, I, I love thinking like old stories like that because I remember where I was at. I was sitting there watching this, and I was like, holy shit, dude, that came out of my head. Like, this crowd just blew up over it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's the greatest part of it. It's a, it's a cool fucking feeling, man. And then, uh, We'll skip forward. I, that one, I wasn't even supposed to talk about that so bitch. It just popped in. I love that. And then uh, I remember last week I said the Ethan and Shane Williams story, right? <coughs> so uh, Ethan, right, was this big top baby face, just won the title. I think he won it from, yeah, he won it from Alex Michaels. And Shane Williams was the big baby face tagging with Jess Wade, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we flipped. Yeah, the uh, Rebel Alliance, what they were called, yeah. Okay, well, Jess, I think, went off and did something else. Or, I think it was her or something. Well, we did Ethan versus Alex Michaels and had Shane as the ref. Like, uh, shit's equal now, man. Whitney don't matter now because you got Shane as the ref, right? Ethan wins the strap, and it's a big fucking blow-up. And me and Randy Wyndham walk down to the ring. We're, like, fucking clapping, like, fucking celebrating, right? And the next thing you know, fucking Shane just drops the fuck out of Ethan like a rock bottom, right? And me and Randy both at the same time. I didn't call this. Me and Randy both just like jumped up on the apron at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. Like at the same time, I mean like bump, we both jumped up on the apron. It was the low ring we got right right now. And like I looked over at him, I said, That was fucking cool, dude. <laughs> and then Shane was like healed out and like got in mind Randy's face. And like left fucking Ethan laying, and I was gonna build up this big, huge fucking angle with Ethan and Shane. And here's where shit got crazy. Ethan uh, was having to move. This is when he was moving to like North Carolina or something yeah. with his mom or grandma or something. And uh, so everybody in the fucking crowd knew he was moving. You know what I mean? And he was defending the title against Shane, right? So, what's everybody in the crowd thinking? Shane's going to win. Shane's winning. Yeah, right. Well, you know what I did? The fucking opposite. I put Ethan over, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And everybody knew it was his last night. 
And then the fucking lights went out, and here came Alex Michaels cashing his rematch falls, super kicked that son of a bitch, and took the belt back. Nah. It was dope. And then Alex built up to a big long angle with Brent Banner. And then Brent won the belt, and then he dropped it to Sean Clark, septic issue guy. <laughs> I still ain't heard from him, so he must not have listened to the podcast. <laughs> He's busy. His shooter's backed up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. So around the same time we booked the best, right? Uh-huh. I can't tell this road trip story. Uh, the guy, unnamed guy, has not replied whether I can tell that road story yet. I don't think so. Let me just... Hey. Fucking reply. Okay. Anyway... Yeah, tell him if he don't reply, we're burying him on the paper. On I'm, just the gonna tell it. I'm just going to tell it. In the worst case, we'll have to edit it out. Fucking, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because so, yeah, yeah. they said they'd edit it out, bro. I don't know. So, uh, well, I mean, it's not like his wife's going to listen to the fucking Turn the Buckle podcast. I don't know. My mom listened to this shit last week, so maybe. I'll listen to it. Just say something, though. <laughs> hey, we probably got like people listening to us now after what we found out today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Tag, tag, just fucking tag. Oh, shit, I see. She's talking the, the black hole stalking everybody on TikTok. Oh, my God. You know you can look at who watches your shit on TikTok, right? Yeah, that's how we found out. She was stalking Jennifer's page. So, I, I don't give a fuck if she knows. I looked at her page. So I went to it. She was following. Luckily, it was Kenzie's old page that Kenzie can't even get to anymore. And following Will. So, I told Will, and Will sends back, the bitch ain't now. <laughs> 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 and uh, me and Will were talking. Will's never even met her. I don't think I've ever met her. Think about it. I fired him before he started coming to UEW. He met me when me and Leela were together. Yeah. So hey. He just heard about her. Hey, take a pause real quick, huh? Do what? Take a pause real quick. All right. All right we're going to pause real quick. We ain't going to stop it, so hopefully we'll pick up in the same spot. All right. All right, guys. We're back. We had a little issue we had to take care of well so. the issue actually worked itself out because now we have two guests on the podcast dos guestos dos guestos we have m tyler gazaway m tyler gazaway and we also have his brother former rcw promoter gregory gregory bramlett hey that three times fast i couldn't say that one time slow yeah hey uh so i got uh the problem was i was moving next door to hang out with greg uh, so I got a story. This involves Josh Jones too. Man, all the good ones are Josh Jones. Fuck it. Uh, so Greg and Josh Jones and me, we were down here, and he already knows what it is. <laughs> He's like, that's even better when so, you start to tell a story and the other person starts laughing immediately. He said, "Oh goddamn," or saying, uh, or saying, "Oh shit," <laughs> saying, "No, no, 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 no." He said, I wouldn't tell him that. <laughs> so we're all down here just fucked up, right? And this was when Chief was running at the PCW building, like the building we're in now. Yeah. And we're all fucked up. And uh, they post a video online. They're like, we got $3 tickets, blah, 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 $3 tickets. And I'm like, they did $3 tickets for Buff Bagwell. And then the setup they had, they couldn't fit on the people in the goddamn building. So tell me how that's going to work out. All right. Well, anyway, fucking Greg and Josh just continued throughout the night getting fucked up, right? And then these motherfuckers went live on Facebook, drunk as shit, and they're like, next Saturday, RCW, 
$3 tickets. No, fuck it. $2 tickets. And then Josh is in the background going, oh, blah, 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 like a fucking Indian. I'm like, oh, my God, damn. (laughs) Dude, I fucking, I was like, don't eat that shit now. Uh, It was great great times. uh, Let me ask you a question. Y'all both might know the answer to this. Um, After Kevin Walker moved out of the building, uh, (laughs) Mickey Gotti was running shows there. Wild Card. Do y'all know anything about that? Yeah, it was called Wild Card. That's what I know. He had uh, Chase Stevens, Sean Sean Tempers was there. He booked part of the Chattanooga Scotty Daisy Boys. Me and Jason go to wrestle one night. It was me, Jason, Tempers, and Ace. We were going to do a tag for the wild side tag belts. And we get there and the show's canceled. Like, just, we get there and the show ends up getting canceled. It didn't last long at all. Uh, what was this guy's name? Uh, the Green Brothers or something uh, Ron, like that? Ronnie, Ron, uh, Rooster yeah, Ronnie. They, and they ran there. Right after ECW closed. See, uh, I might be wrong on this, but the way I remember people, Closing was Kevin somebody named Rob Robert something Robbie Robbie something I don't know I can't remember the guy's name but it was uh, he let that guy run the fucking uh, show or something like that. What Robbie Gentry and was it? That's it. Yeah, and that yeah. guy like fucking he used to run sold the show it on, goddamn uh, thing and fucking do what? He used to run a show on four eleven. I think it was. Yeah, like some, I don't, something happened there where he like or Kevin let him take over or something, and he like got he like fucking cleared the building out and sold it all, and then the Green Brothers came in. They ran. That's who uh, we were working my, for that night. It was the Green Brothers because we met them at Keith Hart's show, and the way we met them was awesome, dude. You'll pop for this. Uh, did you ever go to Keith Hart's show in Etowah? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, to get to the dressing room, you had to walk up these stairs, and then there was like <laughs> there was only. There was really only one dressing room. It was to the right. Then to the left was a big-ass long eagle's nest where you could watch the show or whatever. Yeah. And at the top of the stairs is where Tom Pritchard always sat and dressed, eating fucking oranges. What oh, so is this the fucking like Tyler Sutton and all those guys met Tom Pritchard? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I'd already knew Tom from before. So <clears throat> we come back to Keith Hart's show, and we're sitting there just bullshitting, and these two guys walk in the locker room and kind of look, snarl their nose, and they go over to the Eagles' nest and start getting dressed. I look at Keith. I said, who the fuck is that? He goes, your next angle. And I was like, them disrespectful motherfuckers? He said, yeah. I was like, all right. So we wrestle a comeback match of surprises, and then we're going to do a – me and Jason are doing a spot at the end of the main event where we're just watching the tag team title match, right? Yeah. So the spot is for the shorter of the Green Brothers, the Heavenly Bodies, to grab my water bottle, Bobby, <laughs> and throw the water at me. This some bitch decides to take a drink and spit in my fucking face. Wow. The, you don't spit in my face, you don't point in my face, and you don't smack me unless we've called it in the back. That's that's grounds for an ass whooping where I come from. So the other one does something to Jason, so I just look at him, give him the Iggy. So me and Jason proceed to beat the living fuck out of these guys for like three minutes. It's Keith Hart and J.O. Cool was their opponents. Keith slides out of the ring and just watches us beat their fucking ass. Oh, God. So we walk up the stairs, and uh, Tom's like, all right, boys, everybody clear the dressing room. So it's We can tell some J.O. Cool stories if we don't get him fucking, like, indicted. 
<laughs> so the only people in the dressing room at this point are Keith because it's his show, Tom Pritchard because at that point he was the only one that could control me, me and Jason. Them boys walk in and proceed to sucking our dicks talking about how fucking awesome we are. Basically. Because we beat the goddamn out of them. I thought that was Jason's wife's thing. Do what? Why you letting nobody else suck dick? Oh, that was Jason's wife's thing. Well, neither one of them had hot wives they'd share with me. Oh, okay. But, uh, dude, we beat respect into them that night. We've been cool with them ever since, but, you know, in the green, they're, they're shitbirds. Yeah. But I didn't know if, uh, now that you said that, I remember it was their show we went down there to work. Yeah, it was called uh, On the Match Championship Wrestling. Then Mickey Gotti ran yeah, wild card. was done in, like, yellow and go or red and gold. Ready yeah, and like the they they put the fucking tall boy ring in there too. Yeah, from I what I remember, that. and they slipped all the way up to the fucking edge. Yeah, and there was like no the goddamn ring. Shit off the top rope. Yeah, you know, back when Ace could do shit off the top rope. <laughs> back, yeah, now you can barely climb to the top of the fucking bed. I feel it. So, uh, what are we talking about next here? Well, let's see. You wrapped up the 2013. Uh, you told the uh, Ethan and. Story that was Story. twenty. So, Greg, anything he wants to share? Hey, I'll, I'll touch one more thing there. Uh, one thing that was really fucking cool. This is one of my favorite moments I've ever booked was uh, best of the best three. Aiden helped me put that show together, and it was the first one where I really put uh, best of the best like as a big deal. You know what I mean? Aiden's really smart until you try to get him to agent somebody. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, then he just more gets pissed off. More on later. I got, uh, I got a funny story. Hang on, Greg. Yeah. Greg, Greg's got a funny story. Right. Well, all right. Hey, this story might get us canceled, but here yeah. you go, brother. Hell yeah, ain't nothing getting us canceled. Maybe don't like it you. might. It might get me canceled. Here we go. Well, you used to like hide drink. Used to like hide or drinking and stuff, and. uh was drinking out there in the camper my papa had set up yeah we had a camper park right by the building and like me and him me him and fucking brent manor and rick hayes were the they were the beard club at the time and we got randy went fucking drunk out there multiple times we need but, to do uh, that again and have that as their office yeah no but uh listen to this story well we told tyler just chill out nobody even know you're drinking he said, all right, all right. So, hell, we go straight in the building. Hell, he's throwing guys into the fucking cage on the, the mounted, you know, behind the couches, whatever. Bro, I was fucking suplexing people. He turned around. He turned around just stared at me like a fucking, like a hawk. Just staring me in the eyes. And I just got them suplexed to him. Fucking locker. <laughs> like, wow. I, remember, I remember when I had my first beer. I mean, dude, I just fucking hooked him and just suplexed him right in the locker room. Hey, people he went with, he's a good sport. But, uh. That same night, hey, here's something else funny too. That same night that uh, uh, Alex yeah, Michael, you doing that now? <laughs> yeah, we're going all in now. Uh, so that night we're all drinking out the fucking camper, and Rick Hayes was like, "Hey, we do our promo tonight. We're calling you and Greg out." And I said, "Don't fucking do that." And he's like, "No, man, we're gonna shit on y'all." I said, "Okay, cool." So me and Greg are standing that concession. They're just burying the shit out of that right. And then, like, dude, the finish of the match, I think Alex Michaels and somebody won something. Then it became a big brawl. Yeah, that's what happened. And the uh, uh, Rebel Alliance and the Beer Club got into a big brawl. And uh, then fucking uh, 
uh, me and Greg got in, and we just started brawling with them. I'm talking like I'm giving motherfuckers stunners and all kinds of shit. I mean, at the end of the show, right? Aiden got mad as fuck. He was like, you stole the heat from the guys before you, and blah, blah, blah. Like, man, Aiden didn't talk for like three days, which is our usual. He gets mad at me, and we don't talk for three days. But, like, uh, yeah, that was a alcohol-fueled fucking, hey, let's get in here and just have fun type thing. You know what I mean? Or uh, I, was close, I closed line the goddamn referee. Out. It was fucking hilarious, dude. You hear me? What? Or he gets pissed at you because you were right. Ooh. <laughs> Bro. More on, more on that later. Off hey, the pod- straight out of his mouth. On his hey, more, more on that later after the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag June 17th. Nice. Yeah. I got, I got a funny one. Oh, God. Greg's got a funny torch story. Oh, God. I'm dying. Oh, uh, hey, I, I got a funny torch story. This, like, we used to, me and Greg used to go pick this motherfucker up. He worked at Taco Bell. Like, it, like, he'd get off like three in the morning. And, like, we'd just go pick him up all the time. He'd bring us nachos and shit. And I always thought that was fun. So, but, uh, this motherfucker, we watched him one day. He was on the phone with somebody. And Greg said, Watch him, dude. He walks a fucking eight. While he's on the phone. And I'm talking while he's on the phone. He walks an eight. Like a figure eight. <laughs> we and just fucking died. This motherfucker got so much in, energy. He's just in there walking a figure eight. Hey, let me ask you a question before you tell that funny torch story. Y'all are, you know, y'all are family. Has he always had the little man syndrome? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that shit cracks me up. If you didn't know, if you didn't see torch, you would think he's 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Oh, yeah. If you heard him on the phone, you think it's fucking Lex Luger fucking yeah. talking. Goddamn. You can't hurt him either. Oh, no. That dude is, he's one of the toughest dudes I've ever been in a ring with. All right, Greg. Tell your, tell your short story. Well, this had to be, I guess, early 2006. Late to that, I'm not, I'm not sure. I drove a damn car lock car. Some show up in South Pittsburgh. Man, Torque is going to work a match. And I, I think I still had learners, so we had Jeremy's dad with us. Oh, God. <laughs> we get pulled over in, I think, Rossville, somewhere, hell, somewhere. And uh, this fucking cop gets out searching everybody. And Jeremy's dad, Terry, he was on all kind of, you know, medication. It was all prescribed, right. but he had it all in one bottle. Oh, shit. Hydrocodone, all, all kind of shit. So he poured that medicine bottle out on the trunk of the car and Feels just every damn way. We're like, oh shit, we're going to jail. He put down Jeremy's dad in the back of the car and all that nine yards. Man, Jeremy's just like, oh fuck. You know, like that 15, 16 year old, that was freaking out. <clears throat> then we went up to the show. It was a car lock car, so it had a car lock tag on it, no damn insurance. Drive out tag, yeah. How in the hell we got back? I don't know. We got pulled over a second time. It wasn't as bad the second time as the first time. First time they had Jeremy's dad in the back of the cup, <laughs> You ever talk? Well, you see Torque asking about that. Oh, yeah. Torque has that natural fucking anxiety anyway. So the moment you like bring that up, he's like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, fuck. And just start rubbing. <laughs> you know what brings his anxiety down, though, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, Greg said there's all kinds of different pills in that ball. Loco energy drinks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the four loco energy drinks. Uh, fucking the... Uh, our- oh, they're mad alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, people, that's not a real thing. They don't make them. <laughs> Did you hear, Greg? He wasn't even better than he knows. 
I didn't know they had alcohol in them. <laughs> I asked him the next week when I got back. He said, man, I'm sorry. I said, you, you knew you was drinking. No, I thought it was an energy drink. I said, Jeremy, how many times you ever got ID'd for an energy drink? He goes, well, that's fair. Well, that's fair. Hey, I, I got a good story. I got a good story. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a good Randy Wyndham story, y'all. This is right, right when we first moved into the wrestling building. The uh, old building, right? right. Uh, we'll get into like the new building here in a little bit. But the first dude, this was like my first memory of the old wrestling building. Uh, we're all just hanging out in there, and like you know that fucking uh, cabinet we got in the concession stand. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a ladder in the fucking building, and the building had zero lights. I mean zero. There was not a light in that motherfucker. And we took, like, a shop lot and, like, hung it up on the rafter, right? But we didn't have a ladder. So what we do? We boosted Wyndham's little ass up on top of the shelf. And he fucking zip-tied that son of a bitch to the rafter. And then, like, <laughs> dude, he plugged it up. And we turned the light on. And, like, the shelf fell over. And, I re dude, I remember vividly. He's sitting there swinging from the rafter like a goddamn monkey. And I'm just dying laughing. <laughs> Like, he's, like, 12 foot in there. You know, he's four foot tall. And then, like, it was the goddamn funniest thing. That is that is the first memory I ever had of the old wrestling building. That's another one I'm seeing in my head as you say it. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. He's just swinging. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. Randy, went, dude, that, that son of a bitch right there. God dang. He was awful, dude. How did you finally get him down? How'd you finally get him down? Oh, we all just fucking grabbed him and helped him down. Oh. I was like fucking, I was like 11 at the time or something. Yeah, I was like 11. So. After you quit laughing, right? Yeah, oh, I was dying the whole fucking time. Uh, <laughs> dude, there was so much junk in that fucking building. Uh, hey, let's tell the story. Like, let's go back to like, I think it was 06. Fucking Greg was wrestling, I think it was Georgia Bulldog or something, and accidentally won the RCW. We got him yeah, tell that one. <laughs> oh, oh, Will did it on purpose. I didn't know that. I thought it was accident. Fucking uh, Will just told Bulldog not to kick out, so he just won the fucking bail. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, I, you know, honestly, a wrestle back in the day was probably not as good and as quality as it is now. It was a whole lot, it was a whole lot more fun back then. Oh, yeah. Wrestling used to be so much fun. Mm -hmm. Now you... You gotta be careful. Not Josh, Cox, Josh Cox don't know. He he don't know. I don't I don't, don't want to hear it. Yeah, no, that somebody don't know. <laughs> you know, wrestling back in the day used to be fucking fun. Yeah, I used to get wait to hit the road and go on all these shows and shit. Like I remember at uh, remember I told you I went to those Trenton shows. Right. It was Angus's shows. The one right beside. Dude, I, I was sitting in the crowd and I knew Angus from like uh. Uh, there was a forum back in the day called Streetcar Forums. Dirty we, were all, we were all in the cars and shit, and Angus was big in the cars. He had like a Trans Am. Yeah, he used and, to uh, like, uh, do a lot of the uh, graphic work for most of the dirt cars around here, too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Outlaw, uh, Outlaw Graphics. graphics or yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> motherfucker, dude. Do you remember his tag he, partner? Uh, what's his name? Brahma. Brahma, yeah. Brahma and then fucking Angus, yeah. Damn, uh, Brahma's dead, ain't he? Yeah. 
We used to call them uh, anus and ch and stuck turd. <clears throat> I remember though, uh, we were at this fucking show. I went with Torque and Mikey and Wes, and uh, reoccurring theme there. But uh, we went to this show, and I'm sitting out there, and I'm just watching the show on the back row or whatever. And Angus walks up to me, taps me on the shoulder. Hey, I said, yeah. He said, start a fake sting chant to Johnny Rock, and I'm like, okay. Uh, you should be his baby face. You want me to just shit on him? But sure, go ahead. I'll do it. It was, I did. <laughs> I guess they were just ribbing John Rock. I don't know. Did everybody go along with it or was it just you or? Oh, no, no. They went along with it. Oh, like really? some guys, not everybody, but some people did go along with it. Yeah, I used to say that's why Johnny Rock fit in very well at Paul E's company. It was Sting against Ric Flair just on the Georgia. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, we booked him in 2013, I think. Uh, it was the first time we ever used Paul Lee. And uh, these motherfuckers are like, Paul Lee was like, I'm going to go crazy. Oh, man, I got to tell some bad shit. That shit was wild. Uh, <laughs> Paul Lee showed up and like he fucking put uh, Johnny Rock in the tree of woe, right? Okay. He poured goddamn lighter fluid all over him and then lit him on fire. And we just bought brand new vinyl turnbuckle pads. Oh, oh goddamn. Dude, burnt them to shit. And then, like, uh, he's, like, fucking, like, burnt fucking his nuts all up and whatever. And then, like, goddamn, man, it's, like, five months after we bought brand-new turnbuckle pads. He ate a woman's goddamn hot dog through purse and falling all over the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, Paul Lee was so fucked up. This motherfucker grabbed a fan's hot dog and ate it during the match, bro. He powdered it out, grabbed his hot dog, ate it. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so then Big Will comes out and like orders a match with him, calls him a bitch and all kinds of shit. And we're all like, oh my fucking God, man. Wild shit happened in 2013. <laughs> but uh, we learned from it. That's for sure. See what happens when you put a belt on West Blaze? Right. That's what that, you know what? That was a fucking problem all to begin with. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get to this fucking uh, post-pandemic bullshit before we go two hours on the old shit. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's Hit go ahead. Hit that pandemic shit. Are y'all waiting on me? Yeah, 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 this is your story. Oh, shit, okay. All right, so we did, the, uh, we did the Illuminati story, and that story was awesome, man. I feel like that's one of the best stories we've ever done. If the fucking pandemic wouldn't happen, it would have been any better. But we did that big blow off. West made his big return, and then he helped win in the war games. And we had Dorian Crow and all those guys. Like it was all great. And then we did the outside shows and stuff like that. Which honestly, man, those were some of the funnest shows we ever done. Because we just bullshitted and just had fun, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, there was definitely some bad fucking matches on those. I remember reaming fucking John Bishop's ass at least once. <laughs> but uh, off topic again, I, <laughs> Ethan Cage one day was like, "Man, I love your honesty." And I, this like a couple years ago. I said, "What?" He said, "You remember that time that uh, you booked me and uh, Brian Bishop on the show, and like uh, we were proud of the match. I think it was over at the fairgrounds in Dalton." He's like, we were uh, proud of the match, man. We thought it was awesome. And then, like, we walked up to you. We were like, hey, what would you think of the match? And you were like, 
I think it fucking sucks. And like I went over like 20 reasons why the match sucked. And he said, I think that's why Brian don't wrestle no more. <laughs> God damn. But uh, anyway, we went through the pandemic. We The uh, Illuminati match, I didn't even promote how much we fucking drew because I was worried about uh, like COVID enforcement, you right. know. And we did get a fucking message on the door from the Murray County, like, EPA about how much we drew and, like, having people too close and all kind of shit like that. That is a fact. That happened. Damn. Shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was all good, but, like, uh, later on that year, though, we had uh, we had Wes come back, but then at the very end of the year, I had uh, Talon come back, too, right? And I feel like that's the biggest thing of 2021 almost was where we had Talon come back and his first night in, he turned heel on Wes. So, like, December of 2020, right? We had Talon come in and he fucking turned heel on Wes and piled Robin, right? This is December 2021, or 2020. And then, flash forward all the way to July of 2021, so it was eight months later, we built up this whole time to Talon versus Wes and Wes's redemption story. And after, what was that? Fucking 2013 to 2021. Eight years, nine years, fucking like, he finally regained the RCW Heavyweight title. Pretty dope story, man. It's really cool. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, right after that, we went into uh, a few cool things with him. And then we had Randy Rocker come in. Bless his heart. He's not great in the ring, but he's he's super fucking over. But uh, I remember when I was down in uh, Florida at one point, and I was I think Josh was booking the show, or maybe maybe Ben was there too. But uh, they're like, "Hey, what are we gonna do? Uh, Rocker can't make it. He has like a motorcycle wreck." And like out of nowhere, I was like, "Fucking turn Viper and let's throw him in there." You know what I mean? Josh was with me, so it had to be Ben around the fucking show. Yep. Yeah. Remember we turned Viper, yep. like on the spur of the moment, turned Viper, and it worked. It worked. It worked. You, but, said, uh, you said one thing: Randy wasn't great in the ring, but the tag team with him and Banner worked perfect. Yeah, dude, I wish we could have played that out. Yeah, <laughs> and he can that wasn't on me. You know that wasn't on me. I tried. Yeah, that thing had it had legs. Yeah. Two guys, two guys with a hell of a look, and one guy that can fucking work in the ring. I mean, that's perfect, right? Both of them super over. <laughs> hey, did you see? Uh, did you see Scott Hensley's or Scott Hensley's post earlier about fucking on the Know It All page about the top five wrestlers or whatever? Yeah, did you put Brent Banner on there. Like, yeah. is that spot at Brent Banner? Because well, no, like, bro, there's better than half the fucking guys you book. I don't think it was a shot. I think he just threw some shit and some good in there, too, because Adam was on the list, too. Yeah. Well, I thought so, too, but I was like, mm. weird, you know? Random fucking ad. But, uh, by the way, I just got a text back. I cannot tell the Canton story. <laughs> well, on I, got big, I got the big no. Well, you'll have to clue these boys in off air. All right, I will. Uh, so we'll go ahead and mark that off. <laughs> unless, unless I just say, unless, unless I just say, uh, 
an unnamed person. <laughs> Me, an unnamed person, yeah. So uh, I will tell you one story about uh, Josh Jones. Uh, we went to uh, uh, we went to Charlotte, right? Me, Josh Jones, and uh, Brent Banner, and my buddy John. We all like uh, Abyss. We brought him down like September. And he was like, bro, y'all need to come to Bound for Glory. We're like, what? What the hell's that at? He's like, Charlotte. And uh, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. Now Google it. That's like seven hours away. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. He already gave us free tickets. Bro, I'll tell you what. Uh, we drove up there. And like, uh, we're just fucking in. We took the mountain way and everything like that. You know, Brent and John, they're doing their fucking herbal essence shit the whole way. Yeah, they're washing their hair. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, well, I'm drinking the whole fucking says, way. They're eating chocolate yeah. cake. Yeah, I'm drinking the whole way, and then uh, Josh is just driving. Bro, uh, we're like fucking up in these mountains, and like this was a funny part to me. Like, if you ever, if I'm ever around Josh and you hear me say something or what I'm about to say, then you'll you'll know you're now part of the joke. But like, we're like fucking just riding up through here, and all of a sudden the fucking GPS loses service, right? <laughs> We're just, we're just driving for five minutes. And all of a sudden, it redirects. And it says, I'm right, 0.3 miles. And, like, Josh slows down. And he almost pulls in. It's like a fucking sketchy-ass, like, fucking hills-have-eyes-ass fucking driveway. And he's like, I don't think so, Tim. And just keeps fucking driving. <laughs> yeah, just keeps driving. He's like, fuck that, dude. So if, like, multiple times, like, me and Josh be around each other, and I'll be like, uh, like somehow pitch an idea and I look at Josh, I say, I don't think so, Tim. Uh, let me tell you hours. So we're gonna yeah. do uh what was it? IPTV <laughs> the internet pay per views that were popular in the early twenty tens. Yeah. It's check this car out. I love you. Love you. Love you. Um this is the, the the crew. It was Ace Rockwell, Kyle Matthews, Corey Hollis, me, Hampton, Sean Tempers, and Drew Delight. Yeah. Me, Hampton, Tempers, and Drew were in my big-ass Suburban. Anytime we pulled up, it was like a Cheech and Chong movie was playing. <laughs> Just smoke bellowing out. Corey got out of the car with us and rode with the, you know, the real athletes. That's what that car was called. Yeah. Kyle Hollis and uh, Massey. So we get to Kingsport, and we're like, we probably need to put this in our GPS now because not a whole lot of us knew anything once we got into Virginia. And, you know, that's like we're on the state line there in Kingsport. Or Bristol. I'm sorry. We were in Bristol. So we put the town in, and nobody can pull it up. Well, Kyle's actually got an old-school GPS. You know, we're using our phones, and he goes, guys. He's got one of those fucking Toms or whatever. Yeah, Tom Toms. Now, keep in mind, this was 2011, 2012. Yeah. So he goes, guys, we got a problem. So we all gather around him, and now he's got Wikipedia pulled up too. And we're looking for a town called Beckley. No, Baileysville. Hey, hang on, uh, take a pause for the working man. Right. We're gonna take a spot here uh, for the uh, three sixteen gimmick street. Anybody <laughs> who listens to old Stone Cold podcast will get that. Yeah. Old Stone Cold <laughs> podcast is badass. <laughs> I just ruined y'all. All your royalties are going to Stone Cold. Well, while y'all are taking a shot, I'm adding hot barbecue sauce to my killer potato my daughter just brought in. Well, I'm taking a shot. shot. It's the very last bit of the fucking ball. But, uh, anyway, 
So he goes, guys, we got a problem. We're like, what? So he shows us that it's not showing up on anybody's GPS, including his TomTom, right? Yeah. Wikipedia says, and I quote, Baileysville, West Virginia is a former town in something something county. This place don't exist anymore. (laughs) You're fucking dropped. So what do we do, being the ingenuitive guys that we are? We put the next town up from it. We get there as the pay-per-view pre-show, which was supposed to be what Jason and I were going to get to participate in. That show was already happening. That's how late we were. Yeah, and they're like, why didn't you guys get here? Because it doesn't fucking exist. But once we got there, the promoter, or the, the booker, was a guy that I'd known for years that used to work. Uh, you remember the NACW stuff we all used to do up North Carolina? Yeah, I remember Woody doing that all the time. Yeah. Uh, shit, me and Woody moved to North Carolina. We went up for a weekend show and came back two months later. Hey, uh, speaking of Woody, y'all want to hear how I almost died? How you almost died? Almost died. Like dead ass, I was almost dead. What happened? Damn. Okay, so we went to uh, AJ Styles' last show it over at show in Canton. There. We drove all the way there. Bro, I was fucking slamming the beers the whole way there. Uh, <laughs> well, we fucking like walked over there, and Daryl's cock-sucking ass with us in the building because he said, we're at capacity. I'm thinking, motherfucker, what he told me to come? Anyway, I'm slugging a beer back to the fucking car, and I just walk right across the goddamn street, and I'm talking, I'm five foot from a car just fucking clipping my ass. Bro, I about fucking died. So, (laughs) I take it from your comments there, you don't like Daryl either. I do not. Nah, fuck that guy. Fuck him. I do not. Neither do I. That's, uh... You know, I I was thinking last show, uh, like, uh... Like, what do you listen to the last show? And I was thinking, man, he's going to hear me sitting there putting over Gary Lamb by how much I love him. And he's probably going to be like, man, what the fuck, Tyler? Dude, Gary Lamb's such a nicer fucking guy than damn no, Daryl. We, me and Woody's talked about Gary Lamb, like, when they were doing Iceberg's uh, benefit show. Yeah. Woody had us that long. Woody had messaged me about going, and, uh... Yeah, Greg just made a good point. Woody helped us out a fucking lot at the beginning. Like uh, one of the first shows me and Greg like took over at. Woody sent like four or five guys. He sent Torque. Uh, uh, I know he sent Shaggy, cousin Cletus, fucking uh, uh, Ray Ray, a couple guys over just to help us out. Oh, I hadn't told the boys, but Shaggy commented on Tyler's post thread. Mm-hmm. He was doing. I podcast. seen that. Nice. Hell yeah. Woody's Greg said the only bad thing about Woody's is an Auburn fan. Oh man, <laughs> you should live with him after Auburn's the, You should ball. you should live with him, and then after that game comes on, Iron Bowl. I bet the Iron Bowl with you two motherfuckers living next to each other was a war zone. Oh, it's like literally the dynamic of father and son was there because <laughs> I'd start fucking giving him shit, then he just cut his eyes at me, and I'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You want to go eat? I'm buying. Yeah, shut so, the, uh, shut the fuck up and get in the car. I'll be looking to get back on tone here. Let's get back on pitch here. But Woody's one of those, like, I don't think you can find anybody other than ex wives to say anything bad about Wood. No. I love Wood. Uh, 
I will act like all Woody right now, but hey, buddy, let me pitch you this storyline. And he'd be like, all right. Oh, hang on. All right. You shouldn't do that right there, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's a cool-ass dude, man. I love Woody. I love Woody. <clears throat> uh, he, got, he got madly kicked his ass in fucking softball, though. Man, he was pissed, especially when he found out y'all had <laughs> We kicked his ass three or four times. He's like, them some bitches even work for us, you know? like, Security. <laughs> Bro, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but after that game, you know, we got rained out. Uh, yeah. All of us, I don't remember if y'all went or not, but all of us on that team went to the KFC when it still had the buffet, the buffet. there in Chatsworth. <clears throat> Woody is fucking mad, son. He goes, I know him, some bitches ain't goddamn security. Them goddamn ringers. <laughs> they, they fucked us. They brought in ringers. Ben, who you know that played college ball? No shit, though. Those guys were Greg's cousins. Like, they didn't come hang out the shows. But they, they, they are badass fucking players. They were still ringers. They were badass players, bro. Oh, I know. Trust me. Jimmy Ray was embarrassed to be there after the first inning. Bro, we fucked y'all up. <laughs> bro, we, hey, we fucked up. There. We fucked BCW up. We fucked everybody we're up. Like, damn, we have awesome. Kyle's trying to give everybody a pep talk. Jimmy Rave gave me the Iggy. He goes, fuck this shit. I quit. <laughs> and I was like, dude, if we don't get some runs this inning, I quit too. About that time, the bottom fucking <laughs> fell out. And Jimmy uh-huh. goes, so there is a God. <laughs> <laughs> Greg says he thinks the one we got rained out, y'all were actually winning. Hey, y'all was fucking coming flood. That's the only one I played against y'all in. I remember that's that's the first time I ever met you. Yeah, that's the only one I played against y'all in. Now we had played Empire against DSCW. We barely yeah. whopped them. Yeah, we beat them forty-eight to nothing. Damn. Dude, that was cool, man. When he do that well, more, he fucking down on some softball. Oh yeah, we've been on forty-eight to two because Cletus. Every time Cletus was up, he, he bombed. bombed two over. So his third time at bat, we just walked him. Hit my pitch, threw it behind him like John Crook. That's when everybody <laughs> realized that Ben may be a chubby motherfucker, but he's fast <laughs> as fuck. I can't. Cyrus is standing on second base. I really. <laughs> Greg said, "Let me know. I'll call my cousin." <laughs> well, please do, because I'm Team RCW now. Yeah. He said, "I'm Team RCW." That's here at home, bro. Every time I someone step up to the bat, I remember everybody was like, "Back up, back up." I think Woody was our pitcher too. Yeah, dude, everybody's like, God damn it, back up. Then he pop a line drive. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm down. I'm not. Fuck you. Well, I physically can't play, so Connor, me and you will coach from the bench. I'm old now. I'll just sit there and laugh. We can give y'all designated hitters. Y'all just run. Yeah, I'll I'll just fucking, uh, I'll hit. hit I got a designated runner. I'll be happy. I'll hit, but I ain't running. I'll run, I'll run for you. Here's the thing with Cyrus, though. He, some bitch is standing on second base. I rip one to left field. It bounces off the scoreboard, right? Yeah. So by the time I hit second base, Cyrus is just halfway to third. And you can so, uh, run, run, you fat, giant motherfucker. <laughs> I'm literally uh, hey, coming at home pushing him. him. By the back of his waistband. I'm pushing him, and you know how Cyrus gets. He starts dying laughing. <laughs> so I'm like, you big retarded fucking bastard, go. And so by yeah. the time he hits home, I have to push him out of the way and slide to get in under the tag. We get in the dugout, and he goes, I didn't know you were that fast. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I didn't know you was that goddamn slow. Hey, so uh, like last show in old in front of me. Pretty, um, last show in old building was pretty cool. Like, I mean, we had a good run there. 
like for the like what we were building up to. We had the cool like we had a lot of stories going on. It's kind of hard for me to remember, man, because like a lot of that shit like got blanked out by like holy shit, we're about to close down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, we found out like I mean literally the day after Best of the Best in 2021. Like we had a great fucking show, and then we woke up the next day to a text message. Right. Yeah, hey, man, uh, we're either going to double rent or you guys are out. And we're like, what the fuck? So then we're like, okay, we agree to double rent. Like, a lot of people don't know this, so this is something that's podcast, podcast exclusive. Uh, she wanted to double the rent, and uh, we were like, okay, we'll do it, or at least try it, you know? After, but uh, like, or Greg told her like we don't want to do a lot or a lease or anything like that just because you know how wrestling is it's up down <laughs> like we didn't want to sign into a two year fucking lease right. and have to pay a pound and then not be able to afford it you know and then she's like okay that's fine I'll need the lease we're like we've been there for seventeen fucking years dude why do you need a lease and it's most- not about tomorrow you know what I mean right in most places when you rent. After your first lease is up, you usually go month to month. Yeah. That's, well, that's building, seven that's years, residential. Years, that's one of the lease and over double the rent to not do a fucking, or to do a short term lease. I mean, over double the rent. Like, it was like 65% fucking hike on the fucking rent. And, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we agreed to a one-year lease, and she went up even fucking more later. So we're like, dude, this is it. Like, we uh, we finally got in touch with the dude who owned the old PCW building, because that was a fucking task. Well, the good and, thing about that, though, was I remember getting updates from you that every day it was changing with the landlord at the old building. Yeah, like, it was a fucking task, man. It was like, uh, it was every day was something different. And then, uh, like, the I was like, we're going to stay, and then we're not. And then I was like, we're going to stay, and then we're not. And then... Right, and yeah. the first building you told me you wanted was the old PCW building. Yeah, I mean, because to me, when you think Chatsworth Wrestling, that's the building. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear to God, for 17 years, we were running pro wrestling over there on Second Avenue, right? But, like, any time that me, Greg, Papa, anybody said being saying, hey, man, come check out our wrestling show, like, oh, you mean the one on 52? Right. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. So, like. That fucking building is so synonymous with pro wrestling and Chatsworth. I was like, dude, we got to do something with it. So once we found out that like who the owner was and we talked to him and like we walked in that building, dude, I, I mean, we can share the picture somewhere if you want to, but it was an absolute fucking yeah, shithole. We got them sent them. We can have Josh post them on our socials. Yeah. From, you know, what they we started with to what we're at now because you couldn't the, even. The entire film was hanging. Yeah, I've wrestled in that building years before, so adjacent. You can yeah, the fucking the roof was fucked. Uh, the everything was tore out. It was a complete empty building. Uh, the motherfucker had no septic tank. Like there was zero septic tank on the building. Yeah, we found that out uh, after the fact, though, right? After we yeah, started yeah. doing work. But, I mean, that doesn't matter. That's getting nothing to do with us. But like, uh, the main water line was busted. Uh, fucking, I mean, dude, we did everything we could to that building. You know what I mean? We painted it. <laughs> Uh, rewired the whole goddamn building. Had to be approved by the city and the county too. And like everything in the building is up to code. Like there's that's why there's fire extinguishers everywhere, smoke alarms everywhere, exit signs everywhere, the push bars on the fucking doors. Like and we went all out. Them push bars ain't cheap. 
No, and we went all out to save that building, dude. And we did. And then now that, I say that is the nicest building in this area, bar maybe Southern Honor and TWE. I think it's, honestly, just like not it. TWE. honestly like it better than TWE. Yeah. That's a bad feeling to, to me, it sets up a more intimate feel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's small, but like, dude, honestly, I, I think it seats. The same amount of CWM. I mean, we we put two hundred plus in that fucking building. Yeah, their capacity used to only be like one eighty five. So, yeah. I mean, we would break capacity, of course, but you'd be <laughs> room only. But like I told you, it gives huh? me uh, Landmark Arena, Cornelia, Wildside, Anarchy. Right. Yeah. It gives I like me that. that vibe because you've got Dude, the that's entrance. Up with the name was a uh, to me like I googled like names like to me like I think. Uh, not wild stuff, but why we wrestled right. called that building the Church of North Georgia Wrestling or something, yeah. right? Church of Southern Wrestling. And I was, I was like, dude, yeah, that's it. And I was like, man, that is a fucking cool name. And I was thinking, if you think about it, this is like the Church of North Georgia Wrestling. So I like Googled like terms and like I'm a big music guy. So like the music venue, the Tabernacle in Atlanta. Right. I was like, dope. I like that. So, uh, the tabernacle of North Georgia wrestling is what we want to call the building, which is like the the beginning and like the church is where it all started, you know. And I make sure I put it over in every hot post. Yep. Yeah. But uh, it kind of just got shortened and it just became the tabernacle instead of the tabernacle of North Georgia wrestling, which is weird now that I'm promoting music events, calling that the tabernacle when there's a tabernacle in Atlanta, but that's fine. Fuck it, right? Right. Oh, but, uh, hey, I will put up for a second. Dale Atkins, dude, that son of a bitch, he worked his ass off seven days a week getting us into that building. Yes. If it wasn't for Dale, if it wasn't for Dale, RCW would have ended June 4th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And he's still doing shit for us. Like, any new talent yeah. we bring in, he's working on... Trying well, videos for them, syncing their music up with the videos. Well, he's also helping me on my music event too. I sent him a poster earlier, and he's fucking giving me posters printed and stuff. Like Dale's all around, dude. He's helping everybody. You know what I mean? Like right. Dale is—he's yeah, the biggest. Like, uh, other than me, Dale Dale's the biggest part of RCW right now. Oh, I agree completely. Because I don't think any of us could do what he does. I don't know. Uh, I know. I, know I, I ain't that smart. I know we can't get you to sit still long enough to play music. Who, me or him? I don't know what all them 800 switches he's got over there is for. I can sell 50-50. No, you can't. You work too many shows with Burt Prentice. Exactly. I can sell 50-50. You ain't going to. He works too many McDonald's shows. We'll have a two-hour fucking intermission because you ain't sold enough tickets yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he, he works to me at McDonald's shows. Oh, they take two intermissions up there. Fuck that. And the ice cream machine is still broken. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Two intermissions uh, run every week. Fuck that. Who likes wrestling that much? Not me. I kind of got in Jason's ass this week about something that went on up there that we'll talk a little bit later in the podcast about. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, I don't have a push or pop tonight. I have to work on that. Uh, unless I just called on the fly. Call on the fly. Uh, so another road trip story I got. We'll talk about Southern Honor. Uh, me and this, me and Aiden and Charles Allen and uh, unidentified uh, subject 
went to Southern Honor. And uh, see, every single time I go to Southern Honor, uh, Gary always like takes care of me. Right, like uh, at this point, like right when I got there, I brought me a bottle of fucking whiskey, you know. And Gary walked out there with a cup of whiskey and gave it to me, and it was like uh, Eagle Rare or something. It was some good shit. And then like uh, I chugged that, and I just filled the cup back up and gave it to unidentified subject. Right. Gary's who got me on Four Roses. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. He's the one who got me on it. But uh, I gave this cup to unidentified subject. And then, uh, like, me, him, and Charles Allen were standing outside, and then me and uh, Aiden Wright went in, right? And like, I gave him that cup. And then, like, I'm standing inside, you know, over there where we always hang out, like, right there where the tank locker room and shit was. Yeah. Okay, we're hanging out right there. And I see unidentified subject just walking in, like, an hour and a half later. <laughs> Like, wearing a fucking blanket and, like, has, a, like, grocery store bags and shit. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck happened to you? He said, he said, I drank that goddamn whiskey. And the next thing I know, I fucking was waking up on the floor or on the ground. And there's, like, cops fucking had flashlights on me. And they thought I was homeless. And somebody went to the fucking dollar store and bought me a blanket and gave me food and all kind of shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And he said, yeah, dude, I don't know. And he's like. You want a Snickers? <laughs> Whatever it was in the bag, I was like, what the fuck? Let's take over the you want a Thankfully, Aiden was driving that night. But here's the thing. Me and Unidentified Subject were also around with Aiden another night up at uh, SCI. And we're like, Aiden's blind as shit, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, dude. Don't let him throw a chair. No. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It was an accident. But uh, we... uh. We were fucking just riding, and, like, this is, uh, we were just riding, and fucking all of a sudden, you know, it's one of those exes that do, like, the fucking 90-degree turn. Yeah. Bro, this son of a bitch about ran us off that son of a bitch, and we're just like, whoa, goddamn! Like, we about fucking died. But, uh, that same night, that was when Aiden found out there's no, like, open container wall in Tennessee. Oh, yeah, as long as you're the, not driving. Yeah, so I was in the back seat. And uh, I was t- I was just sipping crown apple from the bro, fucking ball. Headaches at four oh seven in the Smokies. My kids drive. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I'm telling you, I was, I was in the back seat drinking crown from the bottle, right? Just sipping, just blah blah blah. Man, none of this is helping. None of this is helping that narrative about me being an alcoholic, is it? <clears throat> alcoholic? What? Because you have one, maybe two drinks. What? You an alcoholic now? I'm an alcoholic. But uh, go to meetings and they're quitters. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I'm sitting there fucking, uh, I'm drinking here in the backseat of the car, and they'd say, bro, it's goddamn cop. And like, we roll up next to the cop with the red light, and I just like turn the bottle up. And he's like, goddamn, what are you doing? And I said, still open, open, or open container wall, bro. Chong, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this is legal. That's why he's been letting his wife drive him up to McDonald's. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fucking, uh, other than that, I got nothing else but promoting. So, what do y'all want to talk about? I want to ask you a question as a promoter. All right, what's up? In a book, well, yeah, more promoter slash booker. You know what went on this week. We've already talked about it. When a talent comes to you that wants a booking that you don't know, yeah. do you vet that guy? Hell yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I only, I only, uh, I only vet that guy. Like, I'll the guy, but like, from 
especially come by somebody coming from so many states away. You're gonna yeah. The only way I would never vet a guy would be if like uh, somebody that I do really well push that guy. You right. know what I mean? But just some guy hits you up on on the internet, whatever form of social media. Let's say maybe from Arkansas. Maybe. And you go ahead and book said guy from Arkansas without knowing anything about him. Just, yep. you know, what you're presented. Would you ever do that? Probably not. Right. There's reasons you don't do that. Any smart booker or promoter would vet this guy. You yeah. would say, hey, to some guy in the business that's been around, that knows what they're doing, that knows people, have you ever heard of this guy? No. Well, then you Google the guy. I think I know what you're talking about. Well, no. I'm talking about TikTok, Tommy McDonald. Yeah. Then why am I both going? Right. Like, if I'm so deep in the pro wrestling and I've never heard of the guy, why do I think Jim, John, and Joe in the fucking front row are going to give a shit about this guy? And why why is somebody going to come from Arkansas to McDonald, Tennessee for a booking? You've got to think about all these things. Now, I'll give them credit as soon as I, me, Ben Thrasher, brought it to attention. On it. <laughs> it got handled. I messaged Aiden on it. and I messaged Sutton, and it got cleared up, and I got screenshots of dude demanding his 35 bucks cancellation fee on a hotel and everything else. But <laughs> homeboy danced around the issue. He goes, well, I pled so I wouldn't go to jail. Well, it's not. It wasn't that bad. And finally, whoever it was that sent the message goes, "Are you a registered sex offender or not?" Well, yeah. Well, we can't use. You. Well, it goes off in twenty twenty four. Can we do business then? Fucking no. What the fuck is wrong with you? So you know, like I said on Aiden's podcast, I want that show to do good because it's a place for guys to work. But guys, let me tell you something. This is the second registered sex offender that they booked in their history, and they've been open less than two months. Oh, come on. Don't, don't bury them like that. Bro, I got kids. You got kids. I know, but you also know that, like, the guy they got booking is green at booking. And like... well, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully this is a, a, a learning lesson. I even told Sutton and Aiden to tell them, hey, I know a lot of people. If you don't know who somebody is, reach out. If I don't know them, I can probably find out some information for you. But there's an issue when somebody's... How far away is Arkansas? How many states are in between us? Two. Two. Yeah, two. Three. Oh, yeah. Three. Yeah, you got to go Alabama, <coughs> Mississippi. Arkansas. Yeah. So coming from... Well, might be even more with them. But anyway... You know, to you young guys that are bookers, promoters, whatever, vet your guys. I'm not trying to bury them. I'm just trying to make hold them accountable. Now, the first time they said they didn't know until after the guy was there, but the guy that brought them knew he was a pedophile because he fired him from his show years yeah. ago. So that was just him covering his ass to save a booking. Yeah. yeah, that's not my heel to die on, but, you know, just don't book these guys if you don't fucking know them. It's that simple. But other than that, uh, you want to talk about Gaza stock? You booked anybody new? <laughs> I'm that. 
Should I go ahead and just drop who I've got booked coming like soon? Like yeah, after this is the last so, time we'll have you on the podcast before Gaz is stopped. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, uh, should I just go ahead and drop who I got booked for the next one? Oh, Gaza Stock Part Two. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and let them know that one. Oh man, uh, this one's gonna be a podcast exclusive. So, uh, I think I've sent both of y'all the thing, but uh, Eek the Freak, right? Mm-hmm. This guy is a fucking great Chatsworth rapper, and I think he's the only one that's actually doing anything. But like, this guy has like twenty thousand views on one song, and like. I, the guy has he's fucking good dude he's really good but uh i don't agree with that you sent me his stuff like three different times now yeah it's fucking really good uh anyway, that. got him booked for june 23rd it's gonna be eat the freaks first show in chatsworth and i think that's a pretty cool fucking deal dude it's his very first show in chatsworth and then uh, also that same night, I have a guy named Nick Stewart who like guys Spotify this guy, Nick Stewart. He's got two songs on there, and these fucking songs are awesome. Hell, Spotify, Eek the Freak too, man. Eek E A K D A Freak. They're fucking good, dude. They're both Chatsworth artists. They will be the headliners of the June twenty third show. That's a podcast exclusive right there. So, are you trying to do this once a month? Once a month, yeah. Okay. So July. The- Hang on, let me let me go ahead and write down the other day. Go ahead and promote the other day in case anybody wants to fucking know. Is it always going to be the? Uh- it's going to be Friday. July twenty first will be the next date. Okay. So it'll be May nineteenth, June twenty third, July twenty first. <coughs> That's the yeah. stock one, two, and three. Yeah. I've already got headliners for all three. All right, give them a heads up of what's coming on the nineteenth. So, uh, we got Remember in January as you made a headliner. That's a killer fucking band, man. Like, you look them up on Spotify, you look them up on YouTube. They got multiple songs on there. They were, like, around here, they were they were the fucking band around here. You know what I mean? Like, they had the pool hall around there. They had music every weekend, and, like, they were the shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, like, Tyler Southern right now, the guitar player... He plays for Dalton Dover out of Rome. That like, dude, they're like, folk, like he's playing fucking Grand Ole Opry Dalton, Saturday. Dalton's phenomenal. So, question: How's the setup going to be? Are is are they going to be playing in the ring? Are we taking the ring down? Yeah, they're going to be playing in the ring. We're going to take the ropes down and stabilize the floor, and uh, we'll kill all the house lights, and we'll only use the ring lights and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, there'll be no seats. Crazy to me. Like we got a guy who is going to be playing guitar at my show here. But he's going to be playing the Grand Ole Opry this Saturday night. And then the night after our show, he's going to hop on a fucking plane and drive to or uh, fly to fucking Detroit to make it to another show. Like, dude, this is not your local fucking country bumpkin bullshit. These guys can fucking play, man. You know what I mean? This is not the like, house band at Governor's or the Rockin' Country Club. No, no, like, this is some real deal shit. I'm paying a hefty price just for a sound guy to come in and run this show. You know, like, it's going to be professional shit. Like, uh, remember January's killer band, you got Chris Dill, Cody Bunch, Tyler Southern, Brandon Singleton. Dude, they're all fucking great musicians, right? Mm-hmm. And you got Amber Page, who's going to be, like, the other headliner. And, like, dude, she's got a few songs. Like, look her up on Spotify, Amber PG is how it's spelled but like dude she's got i think three songs they're like acoustic and then like three or four rap songs 
and like uh, she's gonna drop another one, but she's gonna debut it at the fucking Gaza stock. Nice. You know, debut that song at Gaza stock, and then we'll drop two weeks later. So you'll hear that song for the first time ever at Gaza stock live. And then uh, we also got Chris Crump, who's gonna be doing his rap thing. With dude, it's fucking really good. And you got uh, Romeo to the rescue, which is Joey Gambino. Everybody knows from wrestling. He does the acoustic thing. He's really fucking talented too. Uh, those four artists and like that is going to be our lineup for the first Gaza Stock, which is I think impressive. Fuck yeah, and then Stock two. I've only got two people lined up right now, but there will be uh, Eek the Freak, which is obviously probably the biggest Chatsworth artist right now. I think he will draw big, and then. Uh, you got Nick Stewart too, who's amazing, like country acoustic guy. Like, dude, y'all go listen to his stuff since we end the podcast. It's really damn good. But uh, let's look forward to May sixth, the Saturday night too. Go before we go into this week. Let's recap what happened last week. Well, I wasn't there because this is one of those r- rare weeks where we're back to back. Yeah, I wasn't there, but I heard. That Jake Murphy cashed in and won the heavyweight title and all that. Like uh, two weeks ago. And then we had a tag match where it looked like Chris Payne was just going to just get the win out of nowhere. And he got the win on West Blaze. So West Blaze is not unbeatable. And that was Jake and Wes versus Brent and Payne, correct? Chris Payne. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was a good match. What else we had last week, Chris Josh? Payne, leg drop off the top rope. <coughs> yep, whisk. Yeah, I heard, I heard Zach Dot beat Ethan Cage. Yeah, whisk. Um... Ethan's kind of going through some stuff, I guess. <coughs> Seems to be, anyway. <coughs> if you follow social media, you can you can see it for yourself. Yeah, and then uh, Johnny Viper beat Nate Wilde, who also is connected to that same social media bullshit. Yep, also going through some stuff. Actually, the same thing. And then we had it, uh, an unforgettable. Then, then you had Peppercorn beat Zach Malone. I call shenanigans on that one. He would mm. never do no such thing. He had he beat, help. And he, was good shit. Two, he beat him one, two, three. It's all nice. But at the same time. You know why your partner dropped the ball? He's a Chiefs fan. Wow. Yeah. But at the same time, then you had Jason Hampton beat the ever loving crap out of Trinity. This motherfucker right here whooped some booty. But then he got his ass whooped by that guy. And then... That guy whooped you? He... He he hit me in the dick like you did to Josh. Speaking of... Speaking of... I lovingly hit Josh in the dick. Hang on. We are two hours into this episode, or at least the part that I've been a part of, and there ain't been a dick yet. And Josh just left the room. Uh, Of course he did. Come here, Davey. You're, you're no, he said you. no. I hate your balls. <laughs> All right, it's been fun because I think that canceled us. <laughs> Is that the guy with the old balls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a bad couple of nights. I'm, I'm sore as shit, so it hurts to even move. I just ate a killer potato my kid brought me, and now my shoulder's fucking in flames. It's burning. But we did forget uh, one thing uh, that was one of the most memorable things of the night last week. That was... I hiked my leg on Trinity. Shouldn't have done more than that. You came with a doggy style spot? 
Tort finally had enough of Johnny Viper shit and decided to be. Oh, yeah. Big moment there. He must have had an energy drink on his way to the show. Yeah. They were so ready for him. He had one of those four energy drinks. Man, I'm just going to say, any new guy that's getting recruited by the Prophecy, I would seriously think about not joining because that faction is... Fell apart. It's it's doomed. It's... It's doomed. I, I would yeah. say I would say that faction is DOA, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I completely agree. All I they need is the ball head motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna book a bunch of Hispanics now and be the Butterequas. <laughs> Gang wars. We are RCW. the nation of masturbation. I'm in that uh, I'm in that one too. But no, we had the we had that first show back and like man that was awesome. I had Aiden's retirement and uh Man, that first show back was emotional. God damn. That first show back yep. was awesome. Because I'm going to be honest, like, I don't know if we've told you all this, but me and Tyler and Jones are sitting there, they were like, what if nobody shows up? It's been, you know, what was it, three months in between time? Three months. We're thinking, what if nobody shows up? And so Dale said something that was like, holy fuck, there's nowhere to sit out there. We're like, you're yeah. shitting this. So we all three go to the curtain. It looks like the three stooges you got. Tyler's head, Jones' head, my head, all looking at it at the same time. <laughs> That's great. And right then, you get that sense of pride, and then the way everybody delivered that night. I remember we cried. I remember, like, right when we opened the doors, I went out and videoed, and, like, there was a goddamn line out the door, and yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude, this and is awesome. We were worried we wouldn't draw. Hell, we drew, That's hell, we might have drew too well. <coughs> yeah. We drew more than we had done in years. Yeah. And then, you know, even we're talking memories in the new building. The turnout for the Drew show blew me away. Yeah. Oh, God. That shit was doomed from the get-go, wasn't it? We're like, the goddamn yeah. having a stroke in the parking lot and fucking hitting the car. God damn. That. that was just Drew there fucking with us. Drew was fucking yeah, with us. Yeah, <laughs> like, I got to have some fun. They got died. The one that, like, fucking had the truck hit his car. They got died. Yeah, but, man, uh. I love the, uh, the thing that I love most about the new building, you know, just individually, is the rise of Cat Von Frankenstein. No. Yeah. Do what? My favorite part of, you know, about since we've been in the new building is the rise and development of Cat Von Frankenstein. <coughs> yeah, awesome, man. She's a fucking big deal. You got to remember when she first started coming. We just knew her as Jake's valley. We were all like that. That's Jake's girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, now it's like, hey, there's there's cat with Jake. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I had to go over word for word with promos for her. And then, you know, now here we are. We started in September. We're in May. So, shit, 10 months later almost, nine months later, I give her bullet points and she fucking murders everything she's supposed to do. She's good. I her a lot. She's a... Uh, She's one of the highlights of the show every time we use her. Agree, and I'm usually not big on valets at all. I, I me either, especially not once they're with a girlfriend. You yeah, know what I mean? They usually take away more than they add. Yeah, dude, no, not her. No, like she, she's like phenomenal. God dang, man, she's good. She's probably my favorite valet I've seen in a decade. You know, Mine too. actually, the last show I was at before surgery, uh, they were getting out of their car the same time as we were, and Jake come over to hug me. Yeah, and I said, "Hey, it's the MVP." Oh, and Jake. <laughs> oh. which you know i told him i said nah you know he's another one uh jason and i've known jake for 20 years or better and 
you know, yeah. he was just another dude at the show. You know, we didn't talk, we didn't, we didn't hang out, none of that stuff. And then, yeah. come to find out, dude, we're essentially the same person. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those. Uh, you learned that the crews you ran with that didn't like other crews because of one person playing. So we've been over here an hour and 40 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and push the fucking next show. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah. All right, so uh, May 6th. This Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday night will be Jake and Brent Banner in the rematch for the heavyweight title. Not the rematch like the matches ever happened, but the rematch where like Jake cashed in and won the title from Brent in a fucking unexpected situation and now has the option to win his title back. But can he do it, dude, with Cat? Like what we just talked about, Cat Von Frankenstein next to the fucking ring. Can he beat them both? You know what I mean? Exactly. And then you got Nate Wilde, Ethan Cage, and Zach Dye in a three-way. See, Zach Dye turned on Ethan Cage by low-blowing him, and then he put, out a, he put out a hit on everybody like Nate, Ethan, Crunk, all these guys who just pop in at RCW, not the guys who are there regularly. He's like, hey, man, I was gone for a month. Nobody gave a shit. But here I am still, I'm back and nobody cares. So that's why he turned on Ethan and three-way with Wes. Right. Now, on this show, he's in a three-way again, but it's going to be against Ethan and Nate, who are tag partners, who are having issues. So what's going to happen there, you know? Hey, that's... that's and then at the same time, we need you got Hanson and Malone taking on, which is a crazy train, they're going to take on, see, which is Johnny Viper and Big Adams, who... For the first time, we're going to tag up since losing the tag titles. You know what I mean? Right. Because obviously he's got a rematch at the tag titles. And then you got Brandon Collins, who's fresh off a comeback, but he's he's got some momentum. He's going to wrestle West Blaze, who's an Olympic champion. It's non-title, but still, you know, like that's a big deal. That match hasn't happened in over ten years. And there's a there's a lot of history there. Yeah. Good. That's all happening this Saturday night, guys. Like this podcast will drop on Friday. It's happening tomorrow night. Like, don't miss this damn show. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like I don't. What anybody says about Chatsworth, dude, I will put Chatsworth up against any show in the damn state. Bid saying that. Damn right. Bid saying that. Even our boy, we love him to death, but I'd put our quality of matches and our story up against Southern Honor. Yeah, but that ain't that ain't against Gary Lamb. I love Gary Lamb. He's a better promoter than me. But uh, when it comes to everything else, I feel like we're on the same part. I agree completely. But uh, then May 13th, I'm just going to hit the whole May event and fucking at the building. Uh, May 13th, we're in the PCW reunion. That's where wrestling started in that building in the 80s. It became PCW in the, early, or the mid-90s. And that lasted all the way to 2007. They're doing the PCW reunion in the building. Kevin hit me up about doing it, and I said, dude, there's no better place to do it than our building, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to let them do whatever they want to do. The, the match quality might not be amazing because it just was not amazing back then. But if you were a big PCW fan, then you would not be there. You know what I mean? Or if you're a fan of some of the old guys, like uh, we talked about him earlier, I see Woody's going to be there. Yeah. Like, that. that's going to be a show that you want to be there if you're a nostalgic wrestling fan of Chatsworth, Georgia. You know what I mean? Do you remember what it was before they switched to PCW? Uh, Mountain, Mountain Zone. Mountain Rangers Federation. Clarence Keith. Yeah, it was Clarence yeah. Keith. From. Doug and Clarence. And then, uh, That's right. May 20th, we're going to come back with RCW, but it's going to be a weird event. It's something that we only do once a year, and we haven't done in a while since the whole move and stuff. There's a reason but, we only do this once a year. 
We haven't done it in the new building, period. No. It's called uh, U-Pick. What we're going to do is this year we're going to do it with singles matches instead of tag matches. We're going to have eight guys' names in the roller. We're going to roll that roller. We're going to go around and let a fan draw a name. We're going to let another fan draw another name. Whoever's names comes out, that's your match. Right? We're going to do that for four matches. And then the winners of all four matches will move to the main event, which will be a gauntlet match between those four. And whoever wins that will be the number one contender. But also that same night, you're going to get other matches too. Like you're going to get a double championship match. You're going to get a tag team championship match. I can't announce who is who and who's against who and all that, obviously. But like there's a lot going on there, you know? Right. And just but the to- night before, you get Gaza stock. Which for $10 pre-sale, hit me up on Cash App. Or if you want to buy at the door, it'd be $15. But uh, for anybody on the podcast here, if you message me beforehand, then I will go ahead and write your name down. That's a $10 ticket. Just let me know, and you'll get in for $10. But, and just so they know, it won't be one of those. Ooh, damn, that hurt. It won't be one of those where it's like the same guy's name in there four times. No, so no, it's going to shoot. It's a look. I'm not. I'm not working this at all. Like, yeah. Like straight up. Like anybody in wrestling knows, 99 percent of shit is a work. This is not a work. I'm literally. I'm sitting behind the fucking curtain, and I'm delivering messages as they go out the curtain. So it will. The every match you see will be called on the fly. You could like that for see. people who like people inside the business. The matches will be called on the fly, and that's the whole reason I started this was because I yeah, felt like I were on that set on spots. You know what I mean? Yep. And you know, for instance, you could see before they defend their tag team titles that night, you could see Jason Hampton wrestle Zach Malone. Right. Exactly. And then who's going to win that? You know? Right. And then me. And then whoever wins that. Oh, hold on, shots hold on. fired! Shots fired! Because then you still got to defend your tag titles. Then you still have to go to the main event and compete to be the number one contender for the heavyweight title. Triple Shane, I'll run the gauntlet. You might run. You might fuck it three, four times a night. Hampton, you know that? You know, I've worked for Paul Lee before. I know how to do it. Wow! (laughs) Bang bang! Kind of like the old. uh, If you're an old fan, you remember it from Starcade '90, the Lethal Lottery. Battle Ball Lethal Lottery. That's that's what it is, Lethal Lottery. But it'll be uh, uh, better. Yeah, we can't call it that. I'm sure WWE hey, still has a copyright on that. Take a drink for the drinking or the working man. She's probably expired. And uh, all this happens where, Tyler? 3890, alternate 52, the Tabernacle in Chatsworth, Georgia. Goddamn Tabernacle. And doors open at 7, bell time is yep. 8. Uh, doors open at 7 for the wrestling. Uh, for the music event, I believe we're opening the doors at 6, and the music starts at 7. Perfect. What we're gonna have is we're gonna have uh we're gonna open like this is a we're gonna open with Romeo to the rescue, which is Joey Gambino doing his acoustic set. He'll probably get 30, 45 minutes, and then we'll have uh Chris Crunk come out and play for 30, 45 minutes, or like depending on time. And then we'll have Amber Page come out and play her. She's gonna do five songs, and I'm telling you, the set list she's told me, bro, <laughs> ain't nobody turned away from the set list, you know what I mean? Right. Like she's She's fucking phenomenal. And, like, uh, the band that is going to close the November, January, I, dude, wow. It's fucking insane. Like, I would pay money to see this concert. And instead, I'm asking you all to pay money 
to me. <laughs> I mean, like, I would not put on a show down there unless I thought it was worth the money. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I promise anybody, this show is worth the money. Like, hands down, it's worth the money. Like, I've seen these guys in jam sessions and blow me away. And I'm just like, golly, dude, like, how are they so good? But right here, they're taking it serious. This is going to be a legit concert. We're paying a professional sound guy to come in and run sound. Uh, we are taking the chairs out on the side that we have chairs. And we're going to have standing room only slash dance room there if anybody wants to dance and do whatever they want. And uh, oh, yeah. we're going all out, dude. This is going to be a legitimate music event. Dude, and we're going to do it. Open? Do what? You going to have concessions open? Yeah, concessions will be open. Uh, I don't. I don't want to go into the topic of alcohol, but I'm a, I, I whispered something under my breath. Yeah, I'm just saying, just keep it under your breath. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be a hell of an event. I promise you, it will be the I'm best musical event in Chatsworth in 20 years. I'm looking and forward I, to seeing it. Yeah, and I, I'm going to toot my own horn. That's because I'm running it, and I fucking love music. And I know what people want. You know what I mean? Exactly. Hell yeah. Kind of like you do with wrestling. Right. And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm building my own ego here, but like I feel like I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like I've been to thousand concerts, and I've seen anybody you can fucking name almost in live in concert. Like I know what sucks, and I know what's bad. And I feel like I can deliver this. You know? <clears throat> I got faith in you, buddy. And something else is cool, man. It's like we're not only doing like a... It's not like an old music festival or something where it's like you get four fucking rock bands. It's You're going to get a rapper. You're going to get an acoustic guy. You're going to get an acoustic chick. And you're going to get a rock band. Yeah, you got something for everybody. Yeah, it's it's all different. And then the next show, we got a country guy as a headliner. Then you got a rapper as a headliner. Yeah, I'm, I'm... It's eclectic. Like, dude, the way Murray County music is, all these people are from Murray County except Crunk and Joey. You know what I mean? Right. Which they're just from fucking Chattanooga. So it's like, all these people are from this area. You know what I mean? It's crazy to me. There's so much musical talent in this area. But, uh... I think it's gonna sell out. And if it don't, then I'll be a little bit disappointed, but I think it will. <laughs> I think you'll do good. And like I said, we'll still hype it up on the podcast leading up to it. Yeah, hell yeah. I've already sold some tickets. So, I mean, like, I know it's going to at least draw some. We're going to get a good turnout. Yeah, absolutely. All right. But, uh, what do you want to get to now? What are you talking about? Uh, I'm done with everything I have written down. Anything I need to get across. Is there anything y'all want me to talk about? I mean, uh, I had to step out for a minute and handle some stuff with my kid, but y'all covered from pandemic to current day, correct? Yeah, essentially. Like, we went over the highlights. Yeah. Uh, maybe let's talk about what you look for in a talent. Maybe okay. some talent that have been messaging you and I are listening <laughs> to this and tell them what we're, you know, what the way we book. And the way we push our show is, you know, long-term, long-term storytelling. Yeah. We don't just get everybody there one night and write 20 names down in two columns and make them babies and heels. We, you know, we... <laughs> no, I, I will say recently I failed on that. Like, it's been like a month 
that's about all we booked ahead. Well, yeah. That's because, you know, I've had so much shit go on in my life, but, uh, right. I just can't, I can't, plus, part. like, man, I just, I don't want the extra stress of, like, like, dude, I, I used to book six months in advance. Like, uh, I remember one of y'all's podcasts, it was like in February or something, and Crump was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in August at RCW. You know what I mean? Like, right. But, like, honestly, I can't, you so can't depend on guys to be around long. And there's so much shit going on in my life right now that I don't want to book out a whole bunch and I have to rechange everything. You know what I mean? Right. But we but still pretty much I, keep it, you know, like a, a month booked up. Yeah, and like, I, I feel like we do pretty good in like, uh, like we know where we're going. At least I have an idea. Like, I already know what the anniversary show main event's going to be and that's the end of July. Right. Like, so that's three months out at least. Well, let's just kind of tell people that might be listening to this that, you know, are in our inboxes now or think they might want to get in, you know, mine or yours or the RCW page. And I don't even know who runs the RCW page, to be honest with you. I don't know it's how to deal with that. Me. Who? But, uh, I will say, if you send me a fucking resume that's some copy and paste bullshit, go ahead and count yourself out. What they should have ready to go before they even message you. You ain't getting booked because like everybody can be like, I got this seminar, that seminar. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you know little of me that you just hit copy and paste, I don't that's give a it. Fuck about your I don't care. I don't care who trains you. What I want to see, and this is just me. I know Tyler's pretty much the same way. I want to see promo pictures where I can see what you look like. I want to see a promo where I can hear if you can cut one. Yeah. I want to see how you bump. How you and I want to match. Like, there's, there's guys we booked, and like, guys we booked right now who are on the card right now. Jason knows for sure who I'm talking about. But these guys are fucking not great in the ring. But they can talk and they can get heat. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, I'm not saying that they're amazing, that all the mic or anything like that. But like, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, if you can go out and get heat, I'm already interested in you. You yep. know what I mean? Well, we'll put one over right now. I don't care to say his name. Trinity sent, uh, sent you some videos. Yeah. He was definitely the shining star in all the videos. That's kind of like being the nicest guy in prison. That's about like being the smartest fucking kindergartner. Yeah. Shout out to Collins for that fucking quote. Yeah, but here's what we've seen in the videos Trinity sent. He could bump. He could sell. He could feed. But more importantly, <coughs> he got heat. He made Yeah, literally, I remember when I seen that video and said, what do you think of these kids? And I said, that one kid, he can fucking talk. He can get heat. Yep. I remember. And he's been with us ever since. Yeah. So, but a lot of guys are already like shitting on him. They're like, hey, man, this guy, he can't do it. But okay. Who gives a fuck if we can go out and have a five-star match? You know what I mean? Yeah. Can he get over? That's yeah. all that matters. Well, you got to understand this, too. He ain't got um, five-star shit. A, a lot of guys that are coming from different areas have to understand that Chatsworth Wrestling, we're, they're, they're not caught up to 2023 wrestling yet. Uh, yeah. We're still yeah. in. We're still about 86, 87 with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love their good guys. They hate their bad guys. They love their stories, and they love their blood and violence. Yeah. They don't care if you're going to come in and do 37 topes and 67 
walk the rope fucking moonsaults. You're not going to get over with our crowd that way. No. So no, what we're looking good. for is, and you don't even have to have a great look. I want guys that look like fucking wrestlers. Yeah, we ain't got supermodels and hand models that are. What are you talking about? You fine as shit, Josh. Huh? You fine as shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> we do that. Sass 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 all about you. Do you hear me? What? I said, we do have Sean Banks show up from time to time. That's a pretty motherfucker. You don't believe me? He is a pretty motherfucker. He is. Just ask him. He'll I was tell you. Of, he, he showed up last time. He was like, we need to talk to you about getting on the damn show. And I was like, me, motherfucker? What you want to do? And he's like, I don't know, but I'm here. Like, oh. I talked to him the other day. He was getting fitted for his prosthetic. Awesome. My God. Carrie Von Eric. We already got him. <laughs> yeah, we already got Brent. Okay, um, so three quarters of carry on there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just, you got to, to you young guys that are going to send me or Tyler or the RCW page, I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You can list every fucking seminar from every name in the fucking business. I've done seminars and I've hosted seminars with other talent. That don't mean shit to me. Carino's yeah. seminar was fantastic. He taught psychology. Show me that you know how to adapt all these things that you've learned in these seminars in a match. Show me that we can put some money behind advertising you. Because Tyler got to pay for posters. Speaking of, uh, posters for Gaza Stock will be going out this week. Dale's got the... Uh, Anything else you look for in a talent, Tyler, other than you know what we mutually agree on? Anything you, yeah. you look for, I don't. I don't, I don't. If you look like absolute shit, I'm not going to use you. Period. Bullshit, I don't care what. Use me. But you got to have but, some form of gear. Right. Yeah, like some form of gear. But like, uh, if you got like something about you, like you can go to promo, then I'll probably think about using you because that's a rare thing. Especially in 2023, most guys think they can get the promo, but they fucking can't. You know, and like, uh, I like guys that can cut promos because you can tell stories of those guys easier. You don't have to do that in a fucking ring. You can lose, but hey, dude, tell this. Like, they don't even have to wrestle. You can just go out and cut a promo a la West Ways. And we like guys that can cut a promo without us having to script it for you. Right. But that's my main thing is just that normal stuff. Like, uh, Here's the thing. We're busy in our lives anyway. Tyler's got a lot more going on now than he usually does. I don't have time to sit there and read your resume, verify if anybody's going to know you. I just want to see you. Give me some eight by tens. I want to see what you look like. That's that's the main thing. It's like, this is a visual business. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to see what you look like. Then the, the most important thing after that is, can you talk? Can you work? Yeah. If you can't hit none of those, we're going to leave you on red because we don't send nose back to you. No. And the reason we don't send nose, I see a lot of people bitching on Facebook about, you left me on red, you left me on red. I'm not going to tell you no because there might be a time where I need you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And most guys can't take no and just let it go. They want to hold on to it all. They wouldn't book me, this, that, and the other. They're a fucking shit show. It happens all the time, too. But know that, you know, we wrestling Chatsworth, 
two times a month. Sometimes every now and then there's three times a month. They don't care how good you are in the ring. They want good guys. They want bad guys. They want the good guys to beat the bad guys. And they want some good promos in between. That sounds about right. Let's see. What else can we ask him when we got him here? How big is Batista's dick? <laughs> what do you say? How big is Batista's dick? Nobody ever answers that. Ask Melina. They have. She don't answer it either. I bet it's like real small because everybody talks about it. Like mine. Yeah. 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 Yours is small. Motherfucker. It is. I've done more Jason's wife out. It is compared to Tony. You see where I posted the other day warning language and everybody's like, yeah, a little more language. Yeah, I did see that. I was like, yeah, well. And I tried to tone it down. Yes, y'all motherfuckers cussing all the time. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, because you was like, my mom's listening. I was like, okay, we'll be respectful. So I tried to tone it down. Then I thought, Hell, we, I just said, uh, sorry, Mama Gazaway, we say bad words. Your yeah. son corrupted us. All we, Tyler's fault. We used to be Bible school teachers till we met Tyler. Bullshit. I was going to church every Sunday. Josh was studying to be a Catholic priest at one time. Really? They caught him touching himself because he's the little boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Tip your waitress. Try the bill. Where the hell else are you going to go? Nowhere. I can't drive. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite form of wrestling? Oh, God. What do you mean? Singles, trios, tags, hardcore, women's. Definitely all women's. Uh, I, I would say singles just singles like good old school storytelling like it doesn't matter if it's Memphis or like WCW or like even the Ruthless Aggression era where like they actually built heat just you know my favorite would be tag team what about you Jason never mind Jason says tag team too is, is that even a question you have to ask what about me? you Josh oh, I like singles I is that a question for Jason you tag team his life oh hey. Yeah, I'm a child. And only when we tag team. Goddamn. Damn. Josh, that's your sister they're talking about. I'm used to it at this point. I'm fucking numb to it. Josh hey, seen her naked pictures. I Good job of them, Have you not heard that story? I don't think so. Patreon. Oh, yeah, we did it for Patreon. We were t Who were we talking about that brought it up? Charity. Charity. Oh, we're talking about <laughs> You know who that is, right? No, I didn't hear. Cherish. Cherish. No, I don't um, We'll tell you off the podcast. Now I'm trying to think how I can tell him on the podcast without him knowing. Uh, All right, you remember the one member of the Illuminati that was all for West coming back? Yep. Okay, him. Yep. Uh, I, got a, I got a story to tell you all about him off the air. You with me now? Yep, I got a story to tell you about him off there. Well, somehow she was... Hey, uh, I'm actually... I just texted his uh, significant other a second ago because uh, the same story I'm going to tell you. I'll, I'll tell you off there. Well, hell, that's who we're talking about. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah go so ahead. She was at the pay-per-view, and something was brought up about it, and I was like, uh, someone pulled the pictures up and showed Josh, and Josh was like, damn, and he keeps scrolling through, and I was like, 
how does it feel to be looking at naked pictures of your friend's wife? And he was like, oh, man, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> well, then, I'll say this as discreetly as I can, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. I pulled out my phone and went to my, went to my Snapchat oh, God. and showed him uh, a girl in the business that's overrated that you and I talked about when we had our conversation yesterday. How she wouldn't have got somewhere she wasn't dating a Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Somebody's dream, right? Yes. So he's looking yeah. at one of those, and then I go to pictures in my Snapchat that you have seen. You with me on yeah. that one? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah, do. You do. <laughs> so, and I was like, how does it feel to look at pictures of your buddy's wife? And he's like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Then I say, here, look at this one. Turn it to him, and it's his sister. But he had this real lustful look. He's biting his lip oh, for some fuck reason. You're a lying sack of shit. But it was only after he said it's your sister. I got some like Joe Dirt vibes off that shit. We yeah. heard him in the bathroom later saying it's my sister. You're my sister. sister. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what y'all talking about. Dirty motherfucker. Dirty, you're the one whacking off in the bathroom to your sister. <laughs> Damn, you sick motherfucker. Again, you're the no, one. No, I know shit. <laughs> oh, damn. I got myself hey. on that one. Hey, my mom's listening to this. <laughs> Bro. Mama Gasaway, Josh is a sick bastard. I'm just going to say yes, this. Yes, But not your son. Your son is not. Your mom and my parents were alive. They probably would be in some fucked up trouble, too. <laughs> Because I know camera phones would have been around when I started wrestling. I'd have been on that list that got canceled in 2020. Hey, let's pop. Uh, who you got? No, no, y'all pop first. Okay, Josh, you. you I, I got to think about it because I didn't, I didn't plan on pop tonight. Well, I'm just going to pull the commercial in and we'll come right back. Yeah, we're going to be right. right back with our pops or pushes and say goodnight to Tyler because it's getting late and I got to get in bed because I'm an old bastard. And we're back. Ten four, good buddy. We are fucking back. Hey, Shake, when'd you get here? Eastbound's <laughs> down, loaded up in trucking. As he says with a dick in his hand. Right. Damn, boy, call me out. <laughs> yeah, well, well at, least you, at least you didn't say no. Actually, I'm sitting down like Josh would. Sure. Hold on, Tyler. Wow, listen. wow, no. Well, it, it could be like Will with a dick in his hand. Oh. <laughs> no, that was on a. Wow. Uh, question for you. I vote sound like that. <laughs> question, Tyler. All right. When you take a shit. No, dear God. My God. It's not that deep. What? Dude, I, I'm like promoting this to like all my friends and you're going to well, talk. On, you want me to tell people this, how to take a shit? Come on. I've, I've been around. This is it's a on. scientific study. I've been oh in my God. playing football at a high level for years. I worked at Wheel and Foundry. You had to shower after you. Oh left God, damn! Just night. asking the fucking question. I'm just saying, I've been around a lot of motherfuckers in the bathroom, right? Yeah. You sit down to take a shit, correct? A warning, God damn. Greg, you, you sit down when to you wipe your ass. What do you do? He said, "Yeah." Greg's still there. Yeah, he's there. Greg, you're included in this too. You sit down and wipe your ass. You're sitting oh, there taking a shit. When you wipe your ass, you kind of lean over, reach behind, wipe your ass, right? Yes, sir. Tyler? Yes. You ever seen a motherfucker stand up to wipe their ass? <laughs> yeah, when they're like three. 
Josh, you're officially three now. Josh stands up to wipe <laughs> his ass. Lean to the left and white. Hey, don't stand up all the fucking time. Y'all can kiss Here's how ass. we found this out. When Jason and them first moved in, they didn't have any interior doors. We didn't have a bathroom door at all. So, like, if you had to shit, you pretty much had to have one of the boys stand there and guard so one of the girls didn't come by. Well, Dave yeah. and Josh's little kid's in there taking a healthy shit because he's a big old rotund boy. He like a goddamn man. And then I see him stand up, and I was like, boy, you better wipe your ass. He goes, that's why I stood up, dummy. And I was like, <laughs> like you, you called st- me dummy because you stood up to wipe your ass? Well, yeah, he, probably probably daddy, wet, wet. he said, that's how you wipe your butt, Ben. No, the fuck is not. Who talks to my daddy? Josh. <laughs> you got to let this shit go. Never. <laughs> All right. We're in the pops and push segment here. Uh, Josh, who are you? We do pops first, right? Pops, yes. yeah. Pops popping, first. Who are you popping for first? I'm popping for this lovely title right here on my shoulder. I'm just kidding. They can't tell you. You'd have to specify. <clears throat> it's the beautiful Smoky Mountain heavyweight title. But no, my pop is I'm looking forward to all these shows coming up. The show this Saturday, Gazastock, you pick. What am I doing? I, I didn't mean to do that. You want to FaceTime me? You want to see our pretty faces? Fuck it. Go ahead. FaceTime me. Oh, yeah. I'll show you the pretty belt. Hold on. So I can get ahead of jacket. Check me out. I like that jacket. It's camo, bro. Hell yeah. Look at you. Look like a fucking mark. <laughs> I love this belt. Fuck you. Every time he's over here. <laughs> it's my favorite belt. He tried to take it to the bathroom once. Wow. Look, man. You said he was going to tell nobody. I didn't. I just drank some beer. Check us out. We drinking beer. Hell yeah. Good old Miller. Fuck you. God damn. Hey, old motherfuckers. We still hearing good, do you think? Oh, yeah. All right, so finish your pop. Uh, yeah, my pop is all the shows this coming up. Gaza Stock, the show this Saturday, you pick. It's going to be a hell of a show. It's going to be a hell of a time. Looking for some good music. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hell, yeah. All right. Pop, let's see. Here. Pop it, Ben. You want yours or you want me to go? Go ahead. My pop is tomorrow is fucking Friday. That means I only got one more day of this hellish schedule for this, for this week at work. Are you on to work Saturday this week? No, nah, Saturdays are nine times out of ten voluntary. Nice. But no, nah, we, uh, we've been going in. I've been getting up at 3.30 every morning, getting ready, going into work, working until 5, 5.30 every evening. Tomorrow's Friday, so it's the last day until at least Monday. Nah. At least Monday, he said. Pop <laughs> off this week. I am thankful to our governor of the great state of Georgia, Governor Kemp, for sending me $250 extra because I got kids and shit. <laughs> Income tax surplus. I mean, check. What do I need to check? Your if bank I... account. <laughs> wherever your uh, IRS deposit comes from. I need to check. It's uh, 250 for one kid, and then it goes up each kid or whatever. Well, my IRS shit came to my Emerald card. I need to check my Emerald card. Yeah, because I was just going through the bank account the other day paying bills, <coughs> and I was like, bro, what is, I already got my income tax because it, it says Georgia State Income Tax Return. Yeah. And it was more than 250 so I got online real quick, and it said uh, that they were issuing them out starting at the end. At, they said the end of May. Yeah. But mine came early. But remember, I didn't have to file taxes this year because I didn't work. So I filed everything under Kenzie's. 
Luckily, Kenzie's bank account is on my bank account too, so I was able to take the money from her account, put it in my account where it belongs, so that helped me out tremendously. So thank you, Governor Kemp, for us uh, us broke broke folk in the world. You sounded like Kevin Hart there for a minute. Man, my bank account is set up. I got to take Checking it. I got to take it. I'm going to take three business days. I would say, I'm glad you caught it, but I didn't even mean to do that. But there you go. What's your push for this week, Tyler? Are you wrong? I'm sorry. Why am I going next? Have you went? Did everybody went. went. Damn, I, everybody's went. I was, I was thankful for the $250 of government money they sent me. Okay. Uh, Greg, what's your push? Y'all look cold. What, what are you happy about around that life? Cold beer and big God titties. Goddamn Miller Lite. Titties and bear. Cold beer and big titties. Summer God. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just excited right now. My, my, my pop's gonna be just uh, good friends, man. Like uh, oh, yeah. some uh, news the other day that I wasn't super happy with, and then like I had a bunch of friends hit me up at the same time because they knew I got good or bad news, and then like uh, <clears throat> when I ate uh, at a Mexican restaurant with one of my friends, and he paid for my food and like was fucking we had a pitcher of beer and just chilled out for, like two hours on his front porch. Just came back recently. Now, don't know how much longer this guy's going to be around, but this guy's a wealth of talent, a wealth of knowledge. So all these younger guys, y'all better get in his ear, pick his brain, because I don't know how much longer he's going to be doing this. My my push is Brandon Collins. I like Brandon. Brandon's a good one to be pushed. Absolutely. Jason, who you got? Well, I'm going to go. We're going back to that. It's getting hard. I don't care. I'm going to push somebody I've already pushed before. Okay. Just because that list is dwindling down. It is. So this is kind of like Josh said. He's an older guy. Got a whole lot of knowledge in his brain. Everything. Uh, goes out. Gives everything in the ring every time he gets in there. Hey, Josh. Turn yeah. Fucking- I can see y'all. That fan's fucking me up. I fucking... He's about to get vertigo. I fucking been like the goddamn... Like kind of weird playhouse or something. Yeah, you gotta keep it close so we can hear. But no, uh... Like I said, wealth of knowledge. Gives us all every time he gets in the ring. Tries to make everybody look as good as he can. And that's me, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what a mark. <laughs> you dickhead, I was going to push myself. <laughs> Goddamn Jeff. I'm sitting over here talking about toot my own horn. Y'all always fucking <coughs> me toot my own horn. I was literally going to push myself. <laughs> Ah, since I can't push myself because Jason's the first selfish bastard of the group, <laughs> I'm gonna push the the third bastard of our group. I'm gonna push Tyler Gasway. Oh, now you motherfuckers can't book him for shit because no, he ain't coming to help no goddamn body but himself I, in our show. He's ours. <laughs> but to see the hustle that he has for not only professional wrestling at RCW, but to get this Gasway uh, Gazza stock. Gasway, that sounds like a rent-a-center place. <laughs> Need a couch? Come to Gasway. Uh, for him to get Gaza stock up and running from nothing, to have people interested and already have three shows booked, it shows his love and passion for music as much as RCW shows his love and passion for wrestling. So it true, that's uh, he has proved within this past that's month my that po- he that's my push for the weeks. My my girl Tyler Gasaway there. He has proved within this last month that he truly is M. Tyler Gasaway. I don't do what now. I still on my pushes. Uh-huh. I, I popped pop to good friends. So think of this. If, if Gary Lamb called you right now and said, "I need, I need a guy to fill a spot at the next Southern Honor show," who's the first name you're going to pitch him? Hard. Uh, depends on what the spot is because wrestling's weird. But uh, I will say, there's one guy in pro wrestling that has impressed me, and like I like the guy a lot personally and professionally. And I think he's definitely within the next year going to like change the fucking game, at least on his perspective. And that's uh, Peppercorn. Nah, agree, yeah. agree. Hell we, yeah, we've all pushed him as our as our push one for numerous times. So I've technically pushed him twice: once as a singles, once as the group he was in at Casey show. Right. Yeah, dude, that that guy, man, he's he's so goddamn cool. He just loves wrestling, and then uh, and he gets it. I tell you another one that I'm gonna push, but then this guy, I'm just gonna push multiple because it's probably the last time I'm on here for a while, right? There you go, push them all. Um, uh, Aiden Wright. Agreed. Yeah. That bitch will make a show. It don't matter. Like, hey, don't forget when we hang up, you gotta you gotta tell us the Aiden thing. Okay, well. Like, whether he's in fucking McDonald's or fucking uh, Burger King or goddamn Wendy's. <laughs> BKW. <clears throat> Wherever he's at. WCW, Wendy's Championship Wrestling. That son of a bitch will make a show, dude. Like, Agreed. Period. He, he's good. And, like, uh, West Blaze is fucking severely underrated. Like, uh, Brandon Collins is super fucking good. Torch is super fucking good. Mm-hmm. Leeds is like one of the best I've ever seen do the Memphis style. He's the best. Right. Him and Shag both. But yeah, well, I, I'm yeah current guys, but like a uh, dude that fucking tag that was my favorite tag team. Mine and too. then uh, <clears throat> you could tell by the Drew show. I told you from day one when we when we started booking, I said there's only one team to win this tournament, and everybody thought it was going to be NSFW, but they were never even in the equation to win. Nope. No, hell, if it wasn't for me pitching you to do the fucking uh, Hey, let's add Shane and Chase and do the thing. Yeah, they wouldn't even the, been in it. They wouldn't even been in the tournament. Uh-uh, but it worked perfectly. And it played in their storylines. So see, like we said, uh, a special <coughs> show that we do once a year, 
still played in their storylines. Yeah. I just, uh, man, I know 90% of the time I I don't love pro wrestling, but I do. I just get fucking super ill with guys, and, like, one thing that annoys the shit out of me is, like, uh, guys that come to me and they act like it doesn't matter, and, like, they, I don't think they intentionally do it, but, like, they come to me and they're, like, say they're going to be late, right? And they're, like, hey, man, just fucking move me a second. And I'm, like, you don't understand how this works. Like, this isn't, like, fucking insert name show here. Like, bro, I literally... It's not when insert I'm, where you have a piece of paper and write down everybody's names, then right. make your card. Yeah. When I put together every match is in the specific spot it's in for a specific reason and every finish is there for the specific reason and then like every single part of the fucking show is like maniacally thought about and like put together and it's <coughs> and then like these guys act like it's just no big deal and it's like bro the reason i seem like a fucking asshole to all these shows is because i'm stressing to death because the one thing you're thinking about i've thought about 10 fucking times yep and they and also like, don't take into consideration. Yeah, the only you think about is going out the fucking curtain and going out there taking up bumps. What I thought about is every single fucking thing: how your music hits, when your music mm-hmm. quits, fucking every single thing. How the announcer announces this, how the announcer announces that, fucking when the lights go off in the fucking building, to like how do we end the show? How do we go into break? How do we come back from break? What do we like, leave them for next week? Yeah, how long does this match go? How how long is too long? How short is too short? Like, guys don't fucking understand when you, like, really book a show, not just throw a fucking card together like 99% of the wrestling shows around do here. Like, uh, it's stupid. Like, uh, and maybe I just stress too much over a stupid fucking Chatsworth wrestling show, but, uh, that's just my life, man. No, and and another thing, they don't take into consideration that they're only thinking about their sales because essentially wrestlers are selfish and only care about their spot. We're thinking about it from the the two guys in the opening match to the two guys in the main event. I'm also thinking like three months down the road. Yeah. I see, they'll be like, why am I losing to this guy? Like, uh, I'm not going to name names, but somebody the other night was like, like I brought them into the fucking office, and I went over the match, and they were like, yeah, that sounds great, man. And then the other guy walked out, and they're like, why am I losing to him? That makes no sense. And I'm like, trust me. And I laid out, like, fucking three months worth of shit, and they were like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But I have to do that. Just fucking trust me, There's dude, a method to the madness. Exactly. You know what I'm doing. You've already shown that you know what you're doing. And I think that's why me, you, and Jones are so great at what we do. Like you said about times. I usually handle all the times for matches. Yeah. Uh, Josh handles the assigning the referees. Between me, you, and Jones, we come up with, you know, creative and different finishes that aren't done to death. Yeah. Mostly you on finishes. Like, uh, I'm not, I will admittedly not be, I'm not a finisher guy. Just, just like, I will be like, hey, uh, like, I can tell a story, but like, the finishes are where I get lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a, I, I just don't have that time in the ring to come up with great finishes that are different. I'm a finish you know, I, guru. So like, only if I'm really, 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 really feeling the fucking story. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, ninety nine percent of the time, I'll just be like, "Hey, here's what I need. I need this guy over clean." And like, 
12 minutes or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all I need at the end is this. I can leave them here, and then, like, I'll let you handle the fucking rest. You know what I mean? Yeah, finishes are easy for me. A lot of of people don't know how our dynamic works. Like, uh, uh, fuck it. Like, who cares? Like, wrestling's fucking fake. Right. Uh, Wait, what? (laughs) Huh? Raise him up. I think you're killing his speaker. Well, I, the, the whole dynamic of the RCW booking is like 95% of it is just some bullshit that comes out of my brain. And then, like, I'll uh, I send it to Josh first. Just Josh is my closest person ever in pro wrestling. And, like, I trust him more than anybody in my life when it comes to pro wrestling. And then, like, uh, he will straight shoot me down if he thinks something sounds stupid. And, like, I'll, like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like, I, I get that. And like, I'll change some things. But when it comes to finishes and, like, fucking uh, times or finishes or, like, fucking anything like that, I always go to you. Like, when we put shows together, like, when we do the production meetings, like, you're right fucking there. And I'm, like, like you question everything, like, a match position, fucking anything like that, because you've been doing this whole longer than we have. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, uh, but you're 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 good at that. Like you're good at <laughs> pacing a card. That's what yeah, we call it. I am, I am, but like I like to have your perspective to where it's like you know what I mean. Like yeah, I like outsiders' perspective on us. That's why I like having Josh as a partner is because like Josh looks at it as a fan. Right. That's why and we like, like having our Josh on the podcast. Yeah, because he like, looks at it, it as a fan. And a referee's perspective. Not only that, but the different era. Yeah, the different era. You know what I mean? Same way with me and Jones. Like, luckily, you went back and yeah, you went back and watched what me and Jones grew up on. I feel like I'm like everybody. Like they're like, man, you're so young. But like, yeah, I've watched everything last fifty years, though. Right. That's what I'm saying. So if I tell you, hey, let's do the Horseman angle where they break Dusty's arm with Brent Banner's leg, you don't have to. You don't have to stop and Google it. You already know what I'm talking about. You're like, yeah. you want to tie him up to a truck and everything? Yeah. I mean, it's just Look, like we work perfect together. The whole Jess Wade turn that I told you about last show. Yeah. And that was Dusty getting his arm or his yep. leg broke. But... Like I said, man, it just flows perfectly. But, uh, man, we've enjoyed having you on here the last two weeks. Fuck, when am I getting back on? I can get, you know, we need to have an episode where I just come on and just shit on everybody. When you want to come back on. Yep. We got part three, like, uh, <coughs> Jasmine Creed burial. <coughs> yeah, but we're going to do that on Patreon to get us some money. Yeah. Yeah, because we got a, we got a Patreon that we actually need to record footage for. Yeah. I'll bury everybody. Well, there's actually a segment that we've got on our paywall. It's uh, Gasway's Shit-Tastic Match of the Week. Oh, man, we got to do that. I missed that. Yeah, we've we got do. that and then uh, Ben's yeah. Burials. So you can definitely join on me for burials. Uh, well, you, you've seen I'll bury the fuck out of people in private. But we, like, uh, that's, that's not me being fake. That's me being professional. Can like, you hang out a little bit Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, we'll record uh, some burials and shit Saturday. Yeah, hell yeah. At I'm down. A good 30 minutes. Yeah. Hey, as far as I know, uh, I registered yet. As far as I know, I ain't got nothing, nothing planned Saturday after the show, so we'll just fucking hang out and fucking chill. Um, Think about what I just said. 
tell you. You got anything to do Saturday after the show? No. I said, we'll record some stuff Saturday. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Yep. Picking up what you're putting down. Behind the curtain. Bet. Uh, Are you coming Saturday? <coughs> yeah. I don't, what? Nothing in front of the crowd yet, though. That's fine. But yeah. you'll be there? I'm coming. Oh, man. Podcast exclusive. Yeah, Kenzie's going to the rodeo and Kylie's going to the lake, so... I don't have to worry about getting her home from work, so I'm gonna make the journey down. See, make the journey down and see how I feel. Oh, Greg, gonna come too. They're right. You come to the show, sir? Probably not. <laughs> Tell him we'll have beer. My beer. I got beer here. He's like, I got beer here. Hell, I'm going to his house. Here's some of that uh, chocolate. Hey, you know what? Good you dude. In the fridge in there. It's good, dude. You know how we're talking about going to the bar. Uh, Friday night, I'm going to the bar. Actually, bottle up in there. My whole crew's going to be in, like, Nashville Saturday. So what we could do after the show, just come here and chill. Y'all down to hang out for a little bit? We'll get the gas back porch and, like, plenty of land, bro. You get fucked up, sleep in your goddamn car or the camper. 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 (laughs) Stories about that camper. It makes you want to suplex people. Well, yeah, we got a a camper here. We got a fucking... uh, we got a damn building that you can sleep in. Fuck, there's plenty of room to sleep, bro. Shit, sounds good to me. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get you back on. We'll do the uh, Tyler's shit-tastic match of the week. Oh, you hit me with a damn good buzz, and I'm going to just bury everybody. And then we'll do our we'll do our burial segment for uh, our Patreon behind the paywall. Well, like I said, like uh, last week when we mentioned the specific uh, initial wrestler, I didn't want to. I don't want to just bury people for the sake of burying people because, like, uh, especially some of those people, they did a lot for RCW. And I'm not gonna shit on, you know, and like they they might have shit going on their life, like whatever. Dude. Like, I hold on to that grudge. You know what I mean? Exactly. But trust me, there's still plenty of wing shit on out there. Oh right. Like, you I, named, I, you I, named I, one earlier, Jason Fear. I got some stories about him. <laughs> I punked him in the front of the locker room one night. I think Greg fucked his ex-wife. <laughs> he said he nah. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. He's like, wow, I'm on a podcast. I didn't do that. Greg has left the building. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he said <starts> laughing. <laughs> ah, man, we love having you on. Uh, hey, there we got Greg in the shot, finally. What up? Yeah, man, we enjoyed having y'all. Hell yeah. Hey. We'll uh, <coughs> get this posted as soon as possible. Jason's work schedule will be posted up sometime tomorrow. and It'll definitely be up tomorrow. Just I'll have to get time in between doing all my shit. My boss is good. out, so I'm running the show. Good follow-up episode. You think we need a fucking three-parter? I'm always down for a three-parter, but uh, I think it was a good <laughs> follow-up. Hell yeah. I like when we have guests on here and we just bullshit. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Like we, I was, didn't, bro, I, I was coming. Hey, I didn't. I didn't like overthink everything. Literally, this whole episode is all you. We didn't do news this week. Nothing. It's all you. We started the show with my top five list to see if they could guess what all five had in common. Dude, this whole episode, like I like, I was in my notepad earlier, like what we talked about, and I was like, 
I ain't got shit, so I'm just gonna have to bullshit all of this and then like fuck it. Right, I know we're well over two hours. Yeah. yeah. His bullshit. segment alone was one fifty nine. That's what I'm saying. I know we're we're almost at an hour and a half now with both segments, so Well, I love or you guys. Two and a half, I'm sorry. Remember, uh May sixth, R C W Chatsworth, Georgia, thirty eight ninety Austin and fifty two. May thirteenth, Peace W Union, thirty eight ninety Austin and fifty two, Chatsworth, Georgia. May twentieth We'll have RCWU pick where the fans will draw to pick the matches. And then we'll have two title matches that night also. The winner of the U-Pick tournament will be the number one contender for RCWU Heavyweight title. But also, <laughs> if you're in the music, May 8th, Gazastock. My name's Tyler Gazaway, and I fucking I did a little play on words there. Uh, Gazastock, which I've wanted to do for a very long time. I've got four great musicians coming. Uh, Romeo to the rescue, which is Joey Gambino. I love that guy. Chris Crunk is going to come do some rap. Amber Page is going to come do some stuff. And like, guys, if you never heard her, I promise you, you will be fucking mind blown. And then remember in January, God dang, man, that is the best live local band I've ever seen in my life. They're amazing. Uh, don't miss out. And then June 23rd, I've got, uh, Eat the freak if you ever heard of him and fucking Nick coming. July, we're gonna do another one. Like, dude, stay in touch on the fucking gas stock stuff. If the first one goes, I'm gonna make a page just for gas stock. But uh, other than that, come check out RCW. Thank you guys for listening to me and my stupid ass fucking stories about dumb ass fucking 17, 18 years in pro wrestling and my retarded ass life but uh it's kind of crazy people care hey well, how many listens are we up to now uh when we first uh, started look, it was 90 my god that's pretty fucking stupid to me that almost 100 people just want to listen to me talk about my time with fucking pro wrestling oh. add this one it's going to make it to over 100 yeah and we combine them because we'll combine your listens because it's going to be two but still it's the same story <coughs> to where we've done decided that you know we're not going to give anybody else the Drew um, podcast to compare numbers to because man, that's not fair. That was yeah, that was we done that the night after Drew's visitation at the funeral home, and I think yeah, I we there. probably we probably had about forty fucking guests on that show. Oh yeah, uh, I sent you I sent you stuff in. Yep, you sent stuff in. Hankins sent stuff in. Hankins sent stuff in. Uh, I still need to message him. Uh, no, you don't. I don't? No, Anarchy's closed. Oh, see? Told you I didn't need to message you. But somebody's opening back up at Anarchy, and I don't think it's Hankins. Little birdie. Yeah. Dude, what's going on there? Um, the rumors we heard back in, what was it, November, December must have been true. That they shut down, but they're advertising for uh, Hardcore Hell, which will be, I think, the 25th anniversary. They're advertising it, but... Uh, Chris Nils put up a post about being able to continue wrestling in that building, so I don't know if he got one of those. Good God. One of those shows he works for to I, I, start booking I Cornelia. That guy, that guy should not be booking fucking Cornelia. That guy should not be wrestling, period. 
Hey, I'm working for that guy. You You're going with me. Jason said that's it. Jason said anyway, that's his. On this episode of Turnabuck Podcast, where we bury every fucking one. Bro, I buried him since he was locomotive doing fucking jobs in Waluska, Georgia. Yeah, First me time, too, and I didn't even realize it. How about, how about, how about Jason goes to. Walking in, carrying Polly and Doc Gallo's bags. Who did? First times. Oh, my God. How about uh, Jason went and wrestled that show in Dalton? To replace Wait. Ethan the other day. Yeah. Chris Nims is the booker. How about that motherfucker's known Chris Nims since he got into business and had no idea who he was? <laughs> but to be fair, when uh, when you and I went to Southern Honor and I introduced you to Murder, Murder didn't Greg, put... Greg's sitting here walking around like, that motherfucker carried Gallows back into the fucking mall, dude. <laughs> I, I, was, I still can't believe you ever booked Paul Lee. Greg did, not me. Greg has on you. Didn't he get into some shit? <laughs> That'd be alright. Didn't he get into some shit down there? Oh yeah, lots. Yeah, we definitely gotta have a part three then. <laughs> lots. Because I heard his side of the story, which I'm sure is pure no, bullshit. Uh, he was too fucked up to know his part. Uh, he whooped somebody's ass in Chatsworth because he's disrespected. Oh. <laughs> I'd say by that laugh and uh, Greg saying fuck, it was false information I was given. I know, I can't believe Polly woke Greg's ass. <laughs> Did you hear Jason? <laughs> Did you hear what Jason said? I can't believe Polly whooped Greg's ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I back What'd he say? He said he had a seven foot giant beside him and still lives back then. Gallows would have whooped Paul's ass. Hell, he wiped his ass on his fucking robe. Damn. That motherfucker was just using him to fucking get a payday. Bro, if you watch their talking shop of mania, they shit all over Paul. Only Lee, I like his legs. I like legs. I think the other two actually belonged to or actually died. <coughs> yeah. I like Paul, too. He's an athlete. Yeah, you get legs away from his daddy. He's a good kid. Well, Greg says Paul's cool if he's not around the name. Outside, cool I'll, say this. I'll say this. Outside of Paul's show, Paul's a different person. Now, surprise, we've got an August completely disagrees with us, Tyler. The the surprise in August. Yeah. He actually hates Paul Lee with a passion. I can I mean I don't really hate Paul Lee, but I'm not fucking I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan club. Oh, me neither. But uh But he's the same asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew would always say, Paul Lee's an asshole, but he's consistent. He's been the same asshole since I've known him. Uh, yeah. The only person Chad's really whooped was Big Will. <laughs> oh, 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 shots fired on Big Will. Well, I, I think that's a perfect way to end the podcast. Tyler, we love oh, you, buddy. Fire, Will. He just texted me and I was like, man, thanks for all the good words. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I right, man, we love you. Love you, Tyler. Love you, man. See you, Greg. Love you, man. Uh, we'll right. end it right now. All right. Yeah, I'm going to close out the pod. Thank we you, thank Tyler, Tyler, for, for showing up. Part deux.
If you're not from the 80s, you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about when we do that. It was 90s. That too. Or French. I am not a whore. <laughs> whore. <laughs> Don't make me turn on autopilot for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> They'll deflate. <laughs> All right. For Turn to Buckle Podcast, I am Ben Thrasher. Josh Cox. And the dude dying laughing over here is Jason, Jason Hampton. Peace out. Still here. Still here. Thank <laughs> you.